Welcome, Internet, to the Place of Video Games Podcast. It's your boy, Dad Ninja Dev, joined as always by Donnie Eat the Hype Reese. And missing in action is the poor old Delvin. Where the hell is he, Cox? Apparently, he came down with a really, really bad case of turf toe and just couldn't make it here. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, he's dealing with some family stuff and trying to be a good uh, father and taking care of people. So It's overrated. Yeah, it can be. (laughs) He is our host with the heart of gold. He may show up. That's true. Maybe. You never know. I doubt it. You never know. I doubt it. I think anytime we give him the chance to not show up, he's not showing up. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's true. Because if he's like December, he just won't be here. He's probably just watching like AEW. He's just watching CM Punk happy in his PJs. Yep. You know, he's like a big old bowl of cereal. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> nobody's nobody's sick no no family matters nothing he's just yeah he had to watch AEW tonight he's like yeah i don't feel like talking about any of this xbox stuff or anything else that's going on i'm just gonna watch Possible. AEW because i'm not gonna be here for five hours because that may happen you never know hmm. so summer league donnie you've been watching i watched the Cavs first three games Yep. And I watched highlights for for Scoot and Wimby and Miller and um Paolo and Jabari. Who's Where's crushing? Chet? I watched Chet's first game. I watched I actually watched the Thunder's first game. Mm-hmm. Um the Thunder are exciting. They're gonna be yeah. an exciting watch. They got a lot of talent and they got a ton of picks. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my god they have all the picks they have they got do. so many like picks. 50 it's funny like uh jabari though i'm surprised you're not talking about jabari i mean he is uh, looking no like a, he is. just a monster out there with uh he's the number two pick for houston last year mm. he gets overshadowed by by uh was it jalen green that name green i know his last name's green the guard they selected He's a gunner, but not 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 like particularly winning player. But Jabari is Jabari out here looking like young athletic mellow, just Ooh. crushing shit from half court and posting people up and turn around backstop fades and jumpers. I mean, he's just killing it. He's destroying the summer league. He looks like he's going to be uh, be something. Six eleven too, huh? Ah, here we yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ! See all these giant. Fake ass guards drives me nuts. Captain Austin says Wimby's going to need to bulk up, but he looks good. I don't think he. Can. I don't think he needs. I don't think he can. I don't, I don't think, think he, he can. Yeah, yeah, like that's the thing. Like that's his body frame. Like he's not. He can get thicker. Like he could get a little bigger, but yeah. Like you don't want him. I don't think you want him putting on weight. Yeah, because that's going to cause all kind of other issues. He's like yeah, Kevin. He's that Kevin Durant type mold. When you get seven foot really people, I'd rather than be lean. Weight. Mm-hmm. You don't carry weight well. Nope, not at all. Especially when you think. Sean, about you want to join us? Yeah, come you on, come, Sean. You can come. come you can come now. hang out with us, man. If you're down to to pond, it'll be a full show, of course. Um, I thought Wimby looked incredible. <laughs> I've been, but I've been saying this like for like a year. I mean, I, yeah. I, I don't think people are. It's going to be different, though. You know, it's not like he's not Durant and he's not Shaq. 
And I think that's why people, you know, like maybe you're like looking to poke holes in his game. But the thing is that he's like, he's an enigma. I mean, the alien yeah. is a good thing. Like he, there's nobody like him really, but not he's not all. Durant. People look, they keep trying to compare him to Durant. He's just not Durant. Mm-hmm. One is way more of a defender. Like now, mm-hmm. like right now he's more of a defender than Kevin Durant has ever been. Yeah. Uh, he's going to make his money early on as a defender. He just Where's happens that? to be like a fly swatting rim protector that can shoot threes. We really haven't seen a whole lot of people that can really do that. Chris Stapps, anybody when he was like do that. young and coming in, but he wasn't as athletic Stapps, as Wimby. Yeah, he can't move like that. Karolinko wasn't as big. I think Chet Holmgren is going to be the closest thing to that because Chet Holmgren is a defender and a rim protector. Yeah, but Chet plays. Holmgren also isn't as athletic as Wimby either. He's not, but he's more athletic than anybody else that big. Like he's he's chasing fools down and getting chased down blocks. Yeah, and he is. Like he's pretty damn athletic. He can't handle inside. the ball though. Shocked. Not like he's not handling like that. Not like, like that. Wimby can you can run offense through him. He's not a point guard. They, will. He, they don't have anybody else to one hundred percent can like be a point forward. Like you can run action off of him as he catches the ball. And the thing that I was trying to explain in Discord, man, is when you dump the ball to him, when he gets position in the paint and he gets the ball, there's nothing anybody in the summer league can do. Like there's nothing nobody knows how what to do. They like almost everybody instantly doubles. And but Wimby is such a he's he's not a I won't say he's a great passer. I don't want to oversell it, but like he's a capable passer of finding the open look. And he just there's gonna be so many threes to go around, so many open threes just playing off of him. Um he's gonna be a special player. Like I really look forward to to seeing like he could average, I expect he'll average like two, three seems like too much to ask for, but he'll probably average two blocks a game. Uh, he'll probably average like two threes a game, you know, like just what he's going to do in a modern basketball game in terms of space, spacing and gravity is unheard of. Uh, It's going to be Yao like, it's going to be Yao like, like he's going to have gravity like Yao and Shaq did where, wherever he catches the ball, he's going to be the focus of the offense. And the thing that should scare people is the other day uh, in his game, Man, he he got the ball about three feet from the elbow, and the defenders on the wing sagged down, so he didn't have a driving lane, and he just did a crossover, step back, 18-footer, nailed it. There's there's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> At seven foot five, there's, there's no, nothing. There's, what are you going to do? There's nothing. What there's no do? defense for that. There's no hand up. You can't get a hand up in his you face. You can't reach up. him. It's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> and if like if he can if he can shoot up. if he can shoot efficiently, I know people are like, he's not big enough, he's not strong enough. If he can shoot efficiently, it won't matter. Yeah. I, I think that's the problem. They see him as this seven foot dude and think, okay, yeah, he's got to bulk up, he's got to get big. No, he doesn't. Like that's not his I think game. People, he's not gonna be that post player. I think people about that. are imagining that he's like putting his head down and driving to the basket. That's not. And I'm did. thinking more like, no. no, 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 pick and pop, catch and shoot, like, uh, give and go. Do the give and goes with him are going to be insane. You, I mean, 
like it's going to be simple. It's not even like advanced basketball, but I expect Pop to run like double actions off of this guy constantly. Sure. He's going to run a screen to set up a give and go or a pick and pop. And yeah. like it's just going to be unguardable if you surround yeah. him with capable players. Mm-hmm. And again, he's seven foot five. There's nobody going to block his shot on defense. If, if, if he's close enough, he, he could literally just drop the ball in he the He tipped the basket. ball to himself. On like the guy went for layup, he tipped it off the backboard to himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like on defense, and that's smart. That's 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 a that's a, a a defender who's thinking I'm gonna get the ball back, not I'm just trying to swat. He it plays and he plays smart. You see, when he's looking, mm-hmm. he's looking for passes. He mm-hmm. recognizes double teams. That sounds basic, but even at the NBA level, There's it's so crazy how so many that. people don't man. So many people just take on doubles and triples and they just put their head down and they just start yeah. dribbling and he His doesn't. basketball IQ is already high. For which, a for a 19 and he's 19. Yeah. That's insane. He might grow two more inches. He might be 7'7". Seven, seven. If you give him, I think he needs to play with a, a mobile center. A mm-hmm. nice big mobile center. Not like a traditional big man, but like a Jared Allen would be a really great like running me for him, something like that. Mm-hmm. You give him a, a decent running big man so they can keep up because his his space is going to require that whoever is playing off him can move. They can rotate yeah. and flip-flop. And just wings that can shoot, look out, man. It's going to be easy. It's, gonna be it's like easy it's gonna money. Be, oof. It's going to be interesting. If they get him like a, a go-getting point guard, and they've got, here's the thing, like they've got dudes. Oh, man. People don't know their names yet, but they've got dudes, right? They've got uh Malachi Branham. Um, they've got the kid that they drafted from Tennessee. I think he averaged like 20 a year last year. Like they've got guys, they're just all young. Yeah, this this is what the Spurs do. They're gonna yeah. get a bunch of guys that can play. They've got an amazing coach who can develop players, and as long as they bind that system and are willing to work and learn, the Spurs will be another it'll be a contender again. Dude, he's and he's um the Spurs have like nine draft picks. Yeah. They have all their draft picks. They own like five or eight draft picks. Or like, no, I think they own three or four draft picks from other teams. First, all first round picks from other teams. Because for the last four or five years, they've been taking on bad salary. They've mm-hmm. been the dumping ground for people. So they've got they've got a ton of picks. Dude, so the if Spurs they want to get Oklahoma City, you're going to be just like if they want to get Siakam, the they can. I don't think they want to cash in just yet. Nah, I think they want to see what. Time what young guys they've got first, mm-hmm. but eventually they are going to cash in in the next two or three years. The Spurs are going to make a move. Yeah. And they you're got gonna be like, yeah, people are going to be like the Spurs. And then you're going to be like, watch out. Exactly. They, they got time to just let it all develop. I mean, go ahead and let Denver get there, get their runs real quick. Let that golden state get even older. I think like, Denver's runs over. Think so. They lost really important role players. They've got a couple young guys to try and replace them. I think that's asking a lot, but they lost really important role players. They didn't really add anybody, and a lot of other people did. I won't rule them out because Joker's that good. I just, the road is tougher. Yeah, road is tougher. Lakers are deeper. The Lakers have definitely stepped their game up. Golden State. Denver had like. Still Golden State. Denver had perfect health last year. Yeah, for once. Right. Well, everybody else didn't. Like for a decade, they've had nothing but health problems. And then yeah. last year they had all perfect health. So it's like, it just feels like their margin for error is really slim. 
Yeah. To repeat. Yep. I think the Clippers are still up there if they can stay healthy. Phoenix. Phoenix, absolutely. The West, the West is the fucking West all over yeah. again. Like I just, mm-hmm. the West just stays loaded. It's ridiculous. Yep. Oh man. Scoot. I can't wait for this weird yeah, turn. Dude, scoot. scoot is scoot. scoot. Is I'm glad you saw it. He's so good. I'm I'm, I'm upset that Delvin isn't here to hear this because he was kind of dismissing him. And I get it. He's all, you know, he's going to flame for Dame and all that. Scoot's the deal. Like, Scoot's Mm -hmm. for real. Mm -hmm. People are always knocking his shot. He can shoot and he will. Like, I don't think there's anybody that I have listened to and trusted in sports for years. Everybody that has met Scoot is like, nah, he's he's like that Chris Paul. He's that LeBron. He works. Like, this is mm-hmm. his life. He loves basketball. When you have that mentality and that work ethic with his talent, he's going to shoot. You're going to go he, far. He's yeah. going to be good at you. Yeah, he's, it's not, it's just a matter of time until the practice yep. pays off. And he's showing right it coach, in Summer League. Get the right person who can work on your stroke. He's going to be fine. His first step. The way he just keeps people on his hip. He's toying with double and triple teams. Mm-hmm. He's doing fakes and then the double breaks and then he goes and you're just like, Oh my lord, it it's it's Westbrook esque. Yeah, Dame who? I mean, if Dame I was who? a Portland fan, I w- <laughs> I understand you become really attached to somebody like that. If I was a Portland fan, I'd be like, yeah, let's trade him so for coach, as much as so we coach can. Mo? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it, yeah. but I I would be down to just give me as many picks and players as I can get because exactly what let's they've go got going is get thirty five picks going. Yeah, what they've got going is good. They have a really good foundation to build off of. Mm-hmm. If Sharp hits, Simons is good. Like they're yeah. good to go. They get rid of Nurkic's uh, money. Yeah, but again, they're in the loaded ass West. The West is just going to be. That's okay. They're they're out. five years away. Five years from now, yeah. you don't know what that you know the Clippers. Well, won't five be there. years away Golden now, State you're dealing with you're, you're dealing with OKC. You're dealing with the Spurs. Oh, that's 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 exactly <laughs> what they should be building towards. They mm-hmm. should be like, how do we get this good? Yep. And Scoot's a start. I wouldn't have yeah. traded him either. Nah. <laughs> there was everybody's like, you got to trade him for Dame. Absolutely not. In the NBA, nah, I don't want to get too nerdy, and I know we have a long show, so we got to move on. But in the NBA, you do not trade uh, all-star caliber players that you have on rookie deals. That Absolutely is the not. most valuable asset. They have Scoot cost-controlled, if you imagine – I think every rookie that's offered their rookie max is signed. They have scoot cost controlled for the next eight or nine seasons. Mm-hmm. You just don't trade that. Never build Ever. around it. Absolutely. Don't trade. You build around that. There is no valuable and re- they're like, there's no return that they could get. That's that it can equate for that. Even if scoot is not as good as damn, you still wouldn't trade him. Mm-mm. Nope. So, ah, Scoot looks great. NBA Summer League was can't, fun. Can't get here soon enough. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. <sighs> so, Donnie, what, what have you been playing? A bunch of stuff. Um, First and foremost, I talked about this on Shaq, so I won't go over it too long, but I have played and beaten Planet of Lana, and it is one of my favorite games of the year. All right. I absolutely adored it. It definitely hits that. It becomes like that indie darling status for me. It's my favorite indie game of the year so far. Currently on my list, I have it number two. Oh, wow. I really loved it. 
it had this beautiful segment where like this um song plays as you're getting these characters mm-hmm. and it's just is really good if um gameplay and design wise it's very akin to something like inside or limbo doing a lot of platforming you're gonna move a lot of boxes to set switches to advance um but the story is all kinds of sci-fi like if you love a good sci-fi space exploration type thing uh invasion of the body snatcher war of the worlds that's a better one if you like a war of the worlds type thing it's great the art style is utterly gorgeous, but at the root of all of this is this relationship between your character, Lana, and another character in the game, which is Mui. And the game plays out, it's not even, it's not that uncommon anymore, but it plays out like a lot of games before where you kind of, you have like two characters that you're kind of in control of and you got to use the skills of each one to accomplish the puzzle or to distract the enemies to mm-hmm. move forward mm-hmm. and stuff. Some of them... Uh, some of the puzzles or the enemy encounters were difficult. There's no combat. So it's stealth. Uh, like you got to get past. Um, but like these characters, you grow attached to both of them in a very like Ori like way. And you've just heard me say like a bunch of games that I really like, which mm-hmm. is should, should surprise nobody why I like this game so much. Um, it's kind of, it's journey. Like there's like flavors of that there. Um, so I, loved it there's this beautiful scene where you get like this song that plays while like this animation is happening you get to watch and it's just it's very touching the ending is really good it's not very long i beat it in four hours this has been on my playlist all year i played the demo last year um i just didn't play it when it released because i was playing tears of the kingdom but once i got that off the plate i was like let's go ahead and do that i played it completely on the ally and um loved it just loved it great game for me I'm glad you had a game that you love. That's crazy that it's number two on your on your list. I know. Right I was even looking at my wow. list and I was like, is this too high? But I'm but like it's to me If you love it, it you love it. It's canvas worthy. It's shelf worthy. Oh, yeah, like it's like I want stuff. I talking. want Planet of Lana stuff. <laughs> you know, so it's like I'm trying to, you know, I'm I'm just being honest to that feeling. You mm-hmm. know, there are great there are probably better games below it but I don't want to buy stuff from them, you know? So, I mean, what makes a game better? It's all about the fun, baby. It's what you enjoy. Yeah. And we do this every year. We do this every time we talk about it. To me, I do distinguish, like, I, I don't feel like I don't have a hard time explaining that I can realize that like objectively a game is better, but I like another one more, you know, um, super fashion police squad. I loved (laughs) <laughs> there are a lot of games that are better right but i love that game you know so um yeah so anyway nice. i play playing alana it's on game pass absolutely love it i imagine thunderful makes it i imagine that they will that'll bring it to switch at some point i don't know xbox i think published it mm. but they also published the gunk and i think the gunk released in other places as well I think. Well, did the gunk ever come to PlayStation? Hell, if I know, it's not a game I would ever play. So, okay, I, it's not on my. The radar. gunk was pretty good. Not this. This is really like this is this is good. It's really this is good. it needs to be everywhere good. Like Rebecca needs to play it because she's probably gonna cry. You know, like oh. it's really good. It's really good. So, um, 
and I played I played Vice City, I played NBA, I played NCAA, I played Cyberpunk, played a couple more <laughs> missions. I've been playing a few things because I didn't want to get too invested in anything. Oxenfree just released today. Mm-hmm. I've downloaded it. We're apparently going to attempt to talk about it on Shack. Okay. I swapped the SSD and the Ally. Good job. How how did that go? I tried doing the cloning thing. Mm-hmm. That did not go well. I wasted like four or five hours of my life attempting to do it over and over and over again. Wow. I think my dock was the issue. I was using okay. my dock so I could plug in multiple things because you got to mm-hmm. keep your your original SSD that's in the thing in. Then you got to plug up your other SSD to clone the one to the other so you can then swap right. it. So every time I use the dock and I tried it two or three times, after like 20 minutes or so of it trying to clone, it would give me a network error. And I tried like different ports mm-hmm. and it didn't work. So then for giggles, I just, cause I was thinking, I was like, it can't be internet related because it does, it's one-to-one. It's it shouldn't, yeah. shouldn't be network related, but that was the error. I was getting network error. That's why I was thinking networking, like mm-hmm. the USB yeah. port. I went to a USB C adapter mm-hmm. and went directly to the ally without the dock started working. Problem is it was going to take, too long thing was going to run out of battery because mm. it was using the USB port that I used to charge right. it. Right. And I tried, I tried like I lowered the brightness and everything. I was like, maybe I can get it out. <laughs> and I got to about 60% with about 30% of battery left. I was like, it's not going to work. Damn. So after hours of trying to spend, this is so dumb. I spent hours trying to save myself 30 minutes. So once I failed, uh, I just took it out, put the new one in. And I was like, fuck it. We're just going to redo everything. We'll just redo the emulators. Now I did copy my emulation directory. Mm-hmm. And because I'm using EmuDeck, this was super easy. I just reran the installer, press go, copied and pasted my directory and everything worked again. It was nice. super easy. actually. <laughs> uh, and I don't know why I didn't think to just do that. Um, but restoring it just from the thing you go into the bios asus has a cloud restore you mm-hmm. jump through all the hoops you reinstall windows you reset everything up so i had to reset everything up redo my launchers you know log in all what my was passwords the, what were you using to clone the drive what program i don't remember off the top of my head okay like if you told if you said the name i would know it but i don't remember off the top of my head. no was, yeah see i probably would have just pulled both drives out put them in enclosures and did it from the PC and cloned them that way. Like that's what I probably would have did. Like pick them both out. I was following a YouTuber who showed us how to do it and I followed his instructions and it didn't work. He led you astray. Yep. And it was a popular channel too. So, but the funny thing was outside of like redoing my launchers and getting rid of bloatware, Mm -hmm. like the stuff that I was afraid of losing was super easy to restore. Yeah. I didn't even think about it until I had to. Had I thought it out, maybe I would have realized it sooner. How's the performance? Um, the new SSD? Yeah, really good. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked up like the read-write speeds. Everything downloaded way faster than it did before. Like like, mm. like five times high. Like noticeably faster. What drive did you get? See, you're asking me all these questions. I don't know. <laughs> I will look you it up. You know when it comes to the text of these, the questions, this is what excites me. I will look it up. It shouldn't be that hard to find. I actually bought a drive this uh, I got this past the, weekend also. 
Western Digital 2230 SN742 terabyte M2 drive. Okay. Is it a 3x4 or a 4x4 drive? What? That's the generation. Is it a Gen 3? I don't know. Um, Doesn't say. Doesn't tell me what generation it is. That'll let me know if it's faster or not. Like, it'll give me better ideas. How would I decide? It says this read-write speed is 4,800. All right. It's probably a Gen 3 drive then. It's really fast. It's still, yeah, very fast. Gen 3 is still I mean, it's it's noticeably faster than the one that it came in it. It's noticeably faster. Because... Because now that I have space, right? I was working on mm-hmm. 512, so I had like 500 gigs. I was basically carrying like five or six games. Dude, when I put that in there and got running, I kicked off like a terabyte of downloads. Yeah, Not fully terabyte. It was like 700 gigs. Mm-hmm. And it downloaded all of that like in an hour. Whereas before, like when I downloaded Cyberpunk, it took like 45 minutes to download Cyberpunk. Wow. I downloaded Cyberpunk in like 12 minutes. I was like, oh, oh, mm-hmm. it's noticeably faster. Nice. I did not put a heat sink in it. I told you you wouldn't need to. Like, you really yeah. don't need a heat sink on it. Yeah. I went out and bought a drive, too. I got me the Western Digital Black SN850X, one terabyte drive for my PC. Um, nice. Just because I had a, I had a, a it's a, four, it's a gen, generation four uh, drive. So the read write speed is like 7,000. Or 7,300 actually megabits per second versus the Gen 3 drive that I had in there before, which was half the size also. And uh, it's a considerable difference in just the performance. It's so weird after cloning the drive and throwing it in, I used to have an issue with IQ not running properly. Like it would run and it would just crash. So all of my lights would be a mess. And for some reason, they're all fine now. I also went ahead and cleaned my computer as well. Just gave it a nice I did that a dusting. While ago. Yeah, give it a nice testing, shined up all the glass, and it, it just looks so much better. I was going to tell you so, what the one that was in there before was, but my enclosure has the screw in it, and I don't have my screwdrivers, so can't. No big deal. I'm glad you swapped it out and are continuing to have fun with the And Asus is still emailing me about the SD card. Like, they've emailed me, like, two or three different emails where they're asking me, like, Honestly, like 12 questions they're trying to get me to answer. Mm-hmm. They're like, did you I mean, do this? Did you do that? And like, I wanted to respond to them, but then the next email came and it was like 10 more questions. And then they're like, if you like, they were like, we want to make sure that we're giving you the best customer service. Like if you want to yeah. RMA and send it back to us, like they keep trying to get me to send it back to you. I'm like, no, I don't want to send it back. I don't want to get rid of it. Like, I appreciate your, your want to customer support me, but I don't want to get, I don't want to get, I don't want to be without my ally for mm-hmm. a week or a month. Like I, you know, I don't know what their turnaround is, but I don't want to be without it for any period of time. I would ask them, how do they, how do they plan on doing their RMA? Cause some, some companies will send you the, the, the item and you just send it back. Like, yeah, but then I got to read you everything I've just did. No, you don't. You take the hard drive out and put the hard drive just in the new one. Just put it in the new one and send yeah, the old one back. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I'm not, who cares? <laughs> I'm good. Right. Like I'm good. I solved it. I fixed it. You know, I did the same thing with my Joy-Cons while the world raged. It was like, well, my Joy-Cons are fixed now. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, I'm not going to whine in, over an SD card. Like, it's fine. Yeah. I love my Ally. I really do. I use it yes. 
every day. <laughs> like I use it all the time. Like I can't, I could not imagine if they were like, it'll take us two weeks to get back to you. But like, absolutely not. Can't That's do it. A, you didn't no end up deal. buying another one in the meantime. Like, yeah. oh, I gotta buy it. Like, I what I need a loaner. <laughs> I need my crack. I need, I need my fix. I need my fix. There so are long. people that are doing that. They're just taking it back to Best Buy and swapping them out. I could yeah. do that. When I was at Best Buy the other day, they definitely had some. I was like, oh. I could definitely like put the original SD back in and just take it to Best Buy and get a new one and swap that. Yeah. But like, who? Why? Yeah. You know, like Stuff I'm not, I'm never going to use the Especially SD card if you're again. Especially not using the SD card slot. Exactly. Yeah, I'm never going to no use it again. Yeah. So. No big deal. Problem solved. Yep. Moving along. Nothing to see here, folks. Nice. Um, only thing I've been playing is something that I'll release a preview for tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so it's redacted. I've uh, been having a good time with that. And that's all I'll say on that. And you'll, you'll see the preview on our YouTube tomorrow. Yeah. So, I'm excited. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Good stuff. But all I've all I've had time for. I've I've done that. Um, like I said, I swapped out the my hard drive, cleaned my computer. I watched John Wick four. That was awesome. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I've been How crazy watching. is that that like that three quarter fight scene that just goes on for like twenty five minutes? Man. <laughs> like I was in the theaters and I was like, are this is this the is same like going? this is the same fight scene? <laughs> No, he didn't just fall all the way down those stairs. <laughs> I was just like, man, this is come on. Like, wow. Just But it is epic and, though. Yeah, it was really, really good. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed my time with that one. It took me all day to watch it because I was watching it while I was working from home. So like I'm pausing and working and getting stuff done, taking calls and re rewatching or whatnot. But I really, really dug it. Had a really good time watching that one. And then I also have been watching um a lot of Star Wars stuff, a lot of the animated stuff, getting ready for Ahsoka that, that is going to be here next month, I believe. So I've just been spending a lot of time watching shows because I'm sitting at my desk working from home and I can actually do that. I also watched uh, the series, The Watchmen on HBO. Oh, my God. That shit was epic. So Really? I never got yeah. into it. Oh, it was really good. It's really good. Out there. Little, little out there, but also like still touches on a lot of the shit that we're dealing with as a society today. So I really enjoyed it. And that's really all I've had time for is watching shows. There's not a whole lot of games I want to play outside of what I'm playing for review right now. And just been enjoying my time while my family is out of the summer camp. I'm just been chilling here, me and the dog. Nice. Yeah. Good, Good times. Yeah. That's been my week so far. So with all that madness out of the way, Donnie, let's get into the news. This one should be pretty special. Let's go. Who's up next? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Xbox Empire. Son of a bitch. With your normal Xbox Empire co-host, Donnie and Dev. (laughs) Yarden, 
I hope you like this. I did this just for you. And I hope at some point you see the video. I hope you see the video. Okay, we've got news. Um, we did the Xbox Empire. We pulled out that out of retirement. Um, Sean, I think I sent you the link. Um, let me know if you didn't get it. Maybe I sent it to the wrong people. I thought I sent it to you. Um, and obviously, we've got to talk about this. So we've been doing this story for like a year and a half. And we got a major update. The ruling is in. Judge Corley has ruled, as we talked about last week in the FTC versus Microsoft case. And yeah, she's approved the merger, or at least actually that's not the correct way. Of, that's not the correct way. I'm sorry. I wanted to do this better. I'm already off to a bad foot. Bad mm -hmm. start. Bad foot. Jesus Christ. It's because I'm here. What a mess. Just throwing everything okay. off. She has denied the FTC's request for an injunction. Mm -hmm. on the grounds on basically the, on, on the grounds they try to present not being good enough. So I wrote down a lot of bullet points. Let's get into them first. It says there are no internal documents, emails or chats contradicting Microsoft's stated intent to make call of duty exclusive to Xbox consoles. Judge Corley ruling States, despite the completion of extensive discovery in the FTC's administrative proceeding, including the production of nearly 1 million documents and 30 depositions. The FTC has yet to identify a single document which contradicts Microsoft's publicly stated commitment to make Call of Duty available on PlayStation and Nintendo Switch. Where the fuck do you get 1 million documents? You know how many documents that is? Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. That's a lot. Um, <clears throat> She writes, Sony opposes the merger. Its opposition is understandable. Judge Crowley ruling continues. Before the merger, Sony paid Activision for exclusive marketing rights that allowed Sony to market Call of Duty on PlayStation, but restricted Xbox, Xbox's ability to do the same. After the merger, the combined firm, Activision and Microsoft, presumably will not agree to such restrictions. Judge Corley decided the deal was perhaps bad for Sony, but good for Call of Duty gamers and future gamers. Yeah. Phil Spencer said, we are grateful to the court for swiftly deciding in our favor. The evidence showed the Activision Blizzard deal is good for the industry and the FTC's claims about console switching, multi-game subscription services, and cloud don't reflect the realities of the gaming market. Bobby Kotick said, this will enable competition rather than allow entrenched market leaders to continue to dominate our rapidly growing industry was interesting i thought that was a bit mm. spicy from old bobby mm. <clears throat> after this ruling came down the cma and microsoft agreed to pause their legal battle in the uk to negotiate on how the deal could be modified to address the cma's cloud gaming concerns the cma then this morning basically released statements saying that yeah they look forward to reevaluating a new deal, which you would imagine whatever concessions or, um, you know, whatever trade-offs that come out of this, they'll have to go through and reapprove. So long story short, the CMA is open to working with Microsoft. It might take a, a while, right? And yeah. it's not going to happen like next week. Overnight. Yeah. <clears throat> While submerging parties don't have the opportunity to put forward new remedies once a final report has been issued, they can choose to restructure a deal which can lead to a new merger investigation, the CMA said. CNBC reported yesterday that Microsoft has agreed to some small, I don't even know how to pronounce this word really well, 
divestiture. Divestiture. <laughs> it's like Worcestershire. Like, Worcestershire. Exactly. Uh, to appease the CMA. No word came out as to what that is. And today there were like rumblings that that wasn't enough and nobody knows what that is. And I want to talk about that for a minute. We've got new mm-hmm. news that came out today, like breaking news. Is Sean joining us? I'm not like keeping up with chat. Okay. He just says send him the link, but he's still working. I don't know. Okay. Okay. He may join us later. Um, so this came out yesterday and everybody online seemed to think that they were like selling off X cloud. How, how would you do that? <laughs> I don't think you're selling off like, okay, let's, let's address this at a couple angles. Xbox is not selling off X cloud, right? Like period. Yeah. No. Then there were people like they're selling off xCloud in the UK. Can you do that? I don't understand how you could like who sell it to who to what? How how does that work? Doesn't make any sense. When you divest in something, you were selling it off. Like you're getting rid of it. I don't think that works if you're like breaking a piece up territorially. But I don't. Maybe I just don't know any better. To me, that doesn't make a whole lot of good sense. A big part of Xbox's case for this deal was to bring in Activision Blizzard King into a mobile market that I presume they have the idea of taking their games and Game Pass and streaming and partnering it with King and Call of Duty Mobile and anything Blizzard's Mm -hmm. doing into one app. I don't know if that's call the Game Pass or Xbox app. I don't know what they're going to call it, but like they want to create like their own little mobile store to take Mm -hmm. on Xbox arcade and Google play. But I think more importantly, I honestly think Microsoft is trying to do this to head off what Netflix is doing. Mm, That's been like kind of my thing on the, on the mobile side is they want to have their own little Xbox marketplace of games on mobile to kind of compete with what Netflix is beginning to build. Cause I think Netflix is making more games. They're going to have more AAA games. Like, I think we're going to see more from Netflix in the coming years. And Netflix has a huge base to market to. Yeah. They've built an install base. So, you know, I think that's their idea. None of that works if they just give up on cloud. Yeah. I don't think that's happening. I can't imagine them giving up on cloud when they've put so much into it and they've already established that as something that's going to be a huge part of their future. I don't see how you just give up a piece of that, even if it is just in the UK market doesn't make a whole lot of sense for your strategy. Yeah. I was thinking it would be maybe a smaller part of Activision, but like, I don't think that addresses cloud or I was thinking maybe it's infrastructure related, maybe like a piece of Azure or something in the UK. I could see them spinning that off into a third party entity that they continue to work with. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we'll see. I could be completely wrong, but I don't think, I don't think it's going to be, they're getting rid of game pass. I think Chase is in the chat saying that they could um, to not allow xCloud in the region. I mean, I think that's possible, but that's hurting gamers. Like the yeah, CMA can't that, stand that on the, those grounds. The opposite. Yeah. You can't, can't say be like, we won. Work. <laughs> Look, won. you're not getting xCloud. We've here. improved like, the competitiveness for cloud gaming by not allowing cloud gaming to exist. Like that didn't, I don't yeah. think that checks out very well. Nope. I don't know what that is. I guess we'll find out one day. Okay. Today's news. That's everything that's happened within the last week. We have new news today. Roughly around 7 p.m. earlier, so maybe about two hours ago, the FTC has filed their appeal. Um, there's no word yet, or at least there hasn't been since I checked. Uh, Chase said the appeal is up. I haven't read the appeal yet, um, so I don't know if there's more news. But 
I imagine that they are going to ask the court of appeals for an emergency stay to prolong the temporary restraining order to stop this deal from closing. So what George Corley said was you can't have the injunction and there is a TRO in place until I think noon on Friday. And then once mm-hmm. that deadline is passed, Microsoft is clear to close. And that's all this was. People got to remember that. I've seen a lot of confusion on Reddit, um, even in the Discord, where people are thinking that like Judge Corley just like allowed the deal. Like she was voting. That's she was no, simply ruling on is the, <laughs> the FTC's case mm-hmm. strong enough to stop this from proceeding. Right. Not whether it's right or wrong. Was Do they have a case to stop this from proceeding? Because what the FTC was trying to do was to stop Microsoft from closing the deal, especially without the CMA's approval. Because right. Xbox basically has, they haven't officially confirmed this, but they have signaled they're just going to close the deal with or without the UK. That's been their signal. Like they've publicly, they haven't said that. They haven't said we're going to go on without them. But they have publicly said, like all of their actions have showed that that's what well. I mean, even even Sadia was like, "We'll see." All yeah. of their their stance seems to suggest if that's what has to happen, close the deal. They're fine with that happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of this, this entire court case and the testimony and Jim Ryan and the FTC and all that, all of this was just to be able to stop them from proceeding, and that was overturned. I reiterate that because that is going to be the grounds to which the court of appeals is going to be trying to issue an emergency stay. Right. So, okay, hang on before I read that, um, the ninth circuit court of appeals will have to issue an emergency stay to extend the temporary restraining order, um, that is set to expire Oh, at midnight, not noon. I was bad on that. My bad uh, on Friday. Um, so, the reason I reiterate it is this. Look, I'm not a damn lawyer, right? <laughs> you and I are not a lawyers. Nobody not is. Even a little the bit. Twitter people are not lawyers. Well, some of them are lawyers, but most of the people are weighing in. Tom Warren is not a lawyer. Nobody knows. Like this, why this strange joyride we've been on, nobody knows. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. Typically, a judge is not going to overturn another judge's ruling unless they have really good standing to do so, as we talked about, throw out all the fanboy stuff we talked about. I don't think there's any standing here to grant that order. Judge Corley, like really did did a a good job. Yeah. Thorough job of being like, what are y'all even trying to do here? Y'all are completely out of line here. I think this is denied. (laughs) The FTC would have to, really make a good case that there's some kind of harm or something that that has to stop the deal from con- concluding mm-hmm. like before the appeal can be heard and i don't think there's any grounds to do that there isn't there there is i think they'll like- get their appeal i'm not even certain about that i think they have a better chance to get their appeal than the stay I don't think there's any grounds for a stay here. You just had a court case in which a judge oversaw testimony of both lawyers that made all of their points, unless the FTC has something new to contribute, which based on the ground, based on the defense that they just made, I can't imagine what that would be and why they didn't use it. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it's, 
I, I think when people look at this, it's hard. You got to look. It's easy to fall into like what the gaming media is saying about this because mm-hmm. it means a lot to them. But the gaming, you got to look beyond that and look at it from like, I would be looking for like legal sources, media that covers legal, legal cases. Right. Because that's not how the, that's not how the justice system works. A judge isn't going to overturn it because he thinks this deal shouldn't go through or because he is ideological like Lena Khan in saying that, you know, this shouldn't happen because we hate big corporations. That's, that's, that doesn't matter to the, to the appeal. Not at all. The appeal is did judge Corley have some sort of fault in her ruling that this case should be heard again. And I mean, again, I'm not an, I'm not a lawyer, but I don't see, I, I'd be surprised to find out that a judge finds something that are like, and it's not just something. Again, to overturn mm-hmm. her ruling, you have to find lots of somethings. And she was like exhaustive with yeah, how she. I think her, her report, like her final thing was like a 30 page deposition on yeah. why there's. And no all reason the different merits and the different <laughs> definitions of the market and the cloud mm-hmm. and everything. Like, even if, let's say, the whoever the judge that hears the appeal, let's say they love cloud gaming, they believe it's the future of gaming. You can't put in a stay or overturn this because you think cloud gaming is a big deal or you think the definition of the market is like, no, no, you need like standing good legal standing to say judge Corley, uh, you know, dismissed or overlooked this very important variable. And I just don't think that's, that's there. Yeah. I can't see any, there's nothing there that she missed. I mean, she was able to call out all of the nonsense that the FTC was trying On to both sides. Like, Yeah. Like this Sony, you're trying to do this exact same thing that you don't want them to do. Like, what do you even, what, that makes no sense. Like that, that's not how this works, it's not how any of this works. And she, she, she really was thorough, just yeah. very thorough with picking apart and looking at and really trying to break down what the FTC was trying to rule against, what Microsoft was trying to get through to be able to put together a 30 page deposition saying, no, there's nothing here that should grant this stay. This is denied. And I can't imagine another judge, like you said, coming back and being like in a matter of three days, two days saying, yeah, she missed this thing. I that doesn't seem likely at all. Yeah. I don't think so. I think this, I, I think this deal is going to close. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're going to get their stay. I I wouldn't be surprised if they just don't get anything before the deadline. I wouldn't be either. It's like a day and a half. Like they may not hear anything at all. And then Friday will come and they'll probably close on Monday. And like, that'll be it. And the FTC and the CMA, if they want to, can try to unravel all of that once it's happened. But I don't think they're going to be able to. Ultimately, I said this in the Discord earlier. Ultimately, I think this is just, I think this is Lena. This is Lena Khan. We haven't really talked about, I've talked about this a lot in the discord. I don't think we've talked about this a whole lot on the podcast. And we've covered this case because I don't think it's really been all that relevant, but maybe now it is. I look at this appeal and the request for the stay after the case. They they are just exhausting every opportunity they have to delay and deter and just, I want to say harass, but you just bother Cause they just don't, she just doesn't like this with her. It is ideological. She's spoken on the record about it for years. 
Like that's not, mm-hmm. that's not, you, that's not a debatable fact. She hates big business. She hates big corporations. She thinks these, I, these, uh, information technology giants have too much power. It's not just Microsoft. It's Microsoft. It's Google. It's meta. And she's going to war with all of them, Amazon. And I think she's just trying, I think she's using the, like she's in charge of the FTC and then she's trying to just, even if, even if just a signal to other people, Hey, we're not just going to let you do it. Like you right. can do it, but we're going to fight you like to the end on every war that you do. of attrition. Yeah. And I think that's what's happening here. I think she, I mean, I think they're, I've, I've said this from the beginning. I just don't think they had a really good case to make. They didn't, they didn't make a really good case. There's no grounds here um, to stop the merger outside of like, really the grounds is like, we don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> like that really is like their standing is we don't like this. Well, um, Jim you, Ryan, I just don't want it to go through, but you need more than that to, to like have the government stop this from happening. You need actual yeah. harm to consumers. And there just is none. There just is none. There's none to be had now. Um, I don't want to make it sound like it's all been a waste. I think the FTC and the CMA can hold their head high. I think they've accomplished a great deal. And I think that's being lost a bit here because it's all kind of like an us versus them. Mm-hmm. The FTC has got 10 year contracts for all kinds of companies and commitments to dual publishing. I'm like, they've gotten a lot out of my yeah. Microsoft has had to bend over backwards to get this through. Yeah. But unfortunately for FTC, Microsoft has. Yeah. They That's just, it. They're like, okay, what do you need? What do you want? We'll make it yeah. happen. They've just done everything they need to do to make it happen. I'm actually surprised they've done as much as they have. Yeah. I mean, I think they know the position that they're in. And it's like the, the small little concessions that they have to make to make this merger go through. Um, or acquisition. Not really a merger. It's an acquisition to go through i think still even all of those concessions that they're making still in the long run does not outweigh bringing activision into the fold like it's just too good of a deal for xbox for the overall gaming landscape that whatever concessions that they're making are just little small small pieces of the pie so uh wedbush security says that they expect the deal will close by the 18th now, he said that before the appeal was made, so I don't know if that means anything to anybody, but um, I think the deal's closed. I think it's over. I sure hope it is. I think even if with the CMA out, I I kind of, I firmly expect that, I mean, I don't think this goes without saying, there's 70 billion reasons for them to close without the UK. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like there's a driving force behind here, and that's it. It is the money. I've been saying that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Usually when there's this money, much money involved, like it, it life finds it a way mm-hmm. and the, I think life's going to find a way here and yeah. the regulators are going to like it and they're going to kick and scream and they'll get a little something, something. But I think at the end of the day now, I, th- I think this deal's done and it goes through. It's a done deal. Put it in a bag. So we got questions. I know we usually save questions to the end, but we have questions specifically about this. So we'll take those. Ryan Craig writes in, uh, first of all, thanks for having one of the best news segments out there. Thanks. Man. Oh, look at that. Don't I can't wait for the part. weekly breakdown. So <laughs> how do we feel about FTC versus Microsoft acquisition decision? How do we think folks under the CMA's rule feel about it, especially compared to the rest of Europe? 
Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, I feel fine about this 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 decision. I think it makes sense. I think the the judge did the right thing. She really listened to everything that was put forth and made a a an informed decision. I think she again, she was thorough. So I'm happy with the way it turned out, even though I could care less about Game Pass um, or Xbox for that matter. But I think this is a win for everybody in the long run. Now, folks under the CMA's rule, I don't know. I can't speak for the UK or anything over there because I don't know anything. I think the Call of Duty gamer is probably like super pissed. I think the PlayStation gamer is probably like super happy. You mean the the reverse? Like. Mm -mm. No. Why would PlayStation well, be? Oh, because the CMA like blocked it and they're still trying to fight it. Yeah, I guess. I like mean, their reversal. I mean, I don't think anybody cares. I just a whole wonder, lot about like, reversal. how many people are outside of like us are really even paying it that much attention. I don't think any. Like, no, I think it's just exactly. I'm, I'm talking about the people like us. Like, yeah, the people I, like us, I think, would be divided on that line. Those who play mm -hmm. Call of Duty and those that don't. Right. Those that play Call of Duty is probably super pissed that the CMA tried to block the deal. Right. And then those that don't play Call of Duty probably super happy, you know, because they yeah. don't like it. So ridiculous. Now, like, the average person, no idea. No, no clue. clue. The average gamer None. has no idea. Until, yeah. now I'd say this, I don't think this is ever going to happen, but until that day comes where a Call of Duty comes out and it's just not coming out in the UK, then people would be big mad. <laughs> yeah, that would be a riot. Like, whoa, whoa, right. whoa, yeah, whoa, there's whoa. marching in the streets and what signs happened? being made and stuff. Yeah, we don't have Call of Duty. Yeah. Oh, oh, we gotta go. We we gotta go march. This is this is nonsense here. Yeah, I think that would be that would cause a problem, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. I don't think that's yeah. Again, there's too much money to be had. That's too much money for the UK government. It's too much tax money. Like it's, yeah. I know money is the root of all evil, but in this case, it's truly it's too much money to just be like nah. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. That's not how big happen. is the CMA compared to the rest of Europe, which probably all still fits inside? It's of just Texas. the UK. It's, it's the, UK the UK versus the rest. Remember, the UK had Brexit where they left the mm -hmm. EU. So yeah. you have the EU, all of Europe, and then the UK. So basically, everything is still smaller than the state of Texas. It's yeah. Well, I don't think it's, I think it's like, <laughs> I'm being funny. I know you are, but like, I think it's like their fourth or fifth largest territory. So mm -hmm. it's not irrelevant. But it is to like it's not to Microsoft, but in the grand mm -hmm. scheme, it is. Like, would they rather have Activision without in. the CMA than not have Activision at all? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, they're like okay. Well, oh, well this, sometimes we'll you gotta break some eggs here. to make an omelet. It's okay, you know? the UK, you'll eventually come into the fold. It's fine. We'll we'll let you throw a little tantrum for right now, but eventually you will you'll be part of this. Yeah. Well, and you remember a few weeks ago, I talked about the story that like the prime minister started weighing in on it mm -hmm. that's when i knew i was like oh this is never like i i started to lose faith that the cma would actually hold out so what i thought was originally going to happen was when the cma blocked it i thought the ftc would take their case as grounds to block it here mm -hmm. and if, if they blocked it i was like that's it microsoft's gonna have to do too much to overturn both right. they won here and the moment i saw the prime minister start talking about like the cma like I hope they're really taking into account like the global meaning of this and it's not just taking a stand. I was like, Oh, that's, that's, I, I lost faith that they could actually push that through. Cause I think what's going to happen is like the harder that got, the more pressure that got, the more mm -hmm. people from higher up on the food chain probably starts calling. Yeah. Like, Hey, what are you guys doing? Are you sure there's no way around this? Are you <laughs> sure we can't make 
a path forward? Do you really want to do this? I'm getting a lot of my friends calling me, you know, suggesting, yeah, like this is a bother. This bothers these wheels. A lot of employees Mm -hmm. over here that work for these companies, you know, like they could easily just move out of the UK to somewhere else, you know, like it in their own little Brexit. It does matter in a way that like is more human than like video games. Yeah. Right. When you start talking about employees, studios, support studios, infrastructure, right. Billing taxes, revenue, like it's a little bit more human than just call of duty shooter video game. Right. So free to play Joe writes, do you think with all that has happened to get here with Activision that this will dampen more acquisitions from happening in gaming for a little bit? It's a good question. Maybe of this size, but I don't think it's going to stop smaller acquisitions from happening. I don't think it's going to dampen that spirit at all. Um, I think what a lot of what's lost is that some of these acquisitions save companies. They save studios from disappearing. So I don't think that it's going to dampen more acquisitions. I think it may pump the brakes on anything of this, this large happening again. But I also don't know that there's any other companies outside of Apple or Google or maybe Amazon that can even pull off something of this size. Yeah. Not of this size. Yeah. I, I want to say no. I mean, maybe this has been a long thought process, but Xbox got Mm -hmm. through it. And I kind of feel like that goes the opposite way. I think it maybe justifies or empowers people to be like, you know what? Let's shoot for it. I mean, like maybe they were a little hesitant while it was going on. And now that Xbox is through, they're like, Oh, he can definitely move. Yep. Um, I think your point about studios going away, I've been, I feel like I've been like almost like a, like a repeat, the repeat parrot on that. I keep trying mm-hmm. to bring that up. There's so many, I want to call them basic takes out there. Of people who are like explaining to me how less game companies is a good thing. It's like, that's why, because you're going to have less gaming companies either way. Mm-hmm. It's just as one survive or not. Exactly. Right? You're going to have less game companies because not, not that Activision is in any doubt of going away, but a lot of their studios are, a lot of their IP have been, right? right. And the reason they're doing that is because Call of Duty is the thing that runs the place and they're putting every available person on Call of Duty. Now, that's a different story. I'm not using Activision to make this case, but a lot of acquisition is happening because studios are in a place like Bethesda's case where a swing and a miss. Like we may never have got to Starfield if Xbox didn't buy. Like if Redfall just came out and Bethesda was on their own, we may not have Arcane Texas anymore. It yep. might have just been gone. <coughs> that's real. I'm not that's, that's not even like situation. Yeah, that's not I'm not even about. trying to like that's not even hyperbole. If Redfall came out and Microsoft didn't just float that they all could have been let go. Like I 100% Bethesda have been like, this isn't working. Yep. Right. Um, and, and you could make the case. Maybe they should. That's not the case I'm making, but the case that I am making is that a lot of these d- studios just don't have the ability to miss Gollum right. just happened. Yeah. They just shut Gollum. all that down. Yep. Right. And we've seen this with EA and we've seen it with Ubisoft. We've seen it everywhere. So it's either, you know, not that everybody misses again, Activision hasn't missed. They're fine. The global, I'm talking macro. I mean, globally yeah, across the board. Miss because even in terms of acquisitions <laughs> across the industry, for higher to 
for higher profile, higher investment games, it's safer. There's less risk if you're under the banner than if you're yep. on your own. It's safer for Ninja Theory. It's safer for Undead nice. Labs. You know, like they may not be here anymore. It's safer for Compulsion. Yeah. Think about Ninja Theory. If they were to release what was called Bleeding Edge by themselves, <laughs> they probably wouldn't exist at this point. But because they were at Microsoft, they can release that. It becomes a dud. And they're still a, they're still a studio. They're still working on other games. But if they were on their own, they probably wouldn't still. They That shuts studios down. And you put that much time, money, and effort into something that does not hit. The amount of money that it costs to make games, a dud will end your studio. I can't see. Says I want to see publishers and smaller companies merge rather than big fish gobbling up smaller ones. That just I mean, costs more. I just, I don't. There's like an admirable thing in what you're saying. Like I, I like when you Who's say it like that, that bill, <laughs> when you say that like that, it's like, Oh yeah, we all agree. Like we all want that. We want the, like the American dream the underdog rises up, gets paid off. But the problem is you do that for so long. And then eventually like that smaller publisher becomes a bigger publisher. And now they're buying bigger things. Like this is, I look at it more as like, this is the natural cycle of these things. I don't look at it no differently than look at like media outlets and the movie studios and the streaming wars and you know, all how they've all combined in discover and Warner bros and Peacock and NBC. Like that's just, it's just natural. It's how this works. It's, mm -hmm. it's like the, it's like the evolution of like shareholder pressure and profit chasing, right? Mm -hmm. They're just going to keep doing it as long as it makes financial sense until it doesn't. And then when it doesn't, they're going to be the ones that are selling. Just like yeah. I've talked about the cross-pollination of game devs, right? Somebody mm -hmm. makes a game, becomes super popular, super famous. He sells it off, probably leaves in a couple of years, starts a new studio with investment money because he's already done it before or her. Um, you know, they've already done it before. So they get venture capital, do it again. We've seen so many studios pop up. Sony is invested into like 10 new studios that nobody's like ever, ever heard of. Yep. And I guess there's like a, that's the good way of doing it. I think it's how people are like, like we like that, but you realize you don't get that. If those people that started those studios didn't work at call of duty and the things that got them there, like there's a reason that they're there and they got the money. So like, I just look way. at it as all of this. It's just the same. It's just the different levels. Instead of looking at like, um, like a tower, I look at it like a circle. That makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. It's just so things going around. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. So as Sean Sean probably more aptly puts, Activision was the small company. Like there they was sure a point time where they were. Absolutely, <laughs> I can still see that logo. The when they were a small company before Call of Duty took off, before they merged with Blizzard. With Remember, Blizzard. Those, those yeah, were all when they separate were just companies. Activision. Activision was its own thing. It wasn't Activision Blizzard King. I remember it was that Activision. as well. Blizzard was itself, and then King was their own thing, and they came together. So there's your small companies coming together to become this conglomerate. But then you end up with the Call of Duty situation where all the studios are all working on this one thing, and they're on the verge of not being able to continue to do that because everybody wants to get paid. These investors, the, these shareholders, they want their money and call of duty is the thing that's making the money. So let's go ahead and uh, keep doing that. And then what happens when all those small companies do merge and then 
you have a bunch of duds and there's nobody to foot that bill, then you lose a bunch of studios. Yep. Yep. Uh, Quentin says, when do you think games will show up in Game Pass? Also, what do you think the very first, the first day one on Game Pass game from Activision will be? I honestly do not have an answer for this. I don't know. So there's an answer floating around on the internet. According to the CMA's case, they put in there that like Call of Duty won't show up in Game Pass until 2025. There are a lot of people that, that are new look- Call of Duty or an old Call of Duty. A new one, like the the new one, I think is the the context of that. There are a lot of people looking at that and being like, "That's in the paperwork. It's a done deal." I don't. I don't think that's a done deal. I think the. I think what they're they're, I think that was more of like a foreshadowing. They're like because mm-hmm. of the existing deals that Activision has, this would be the next Call of Duty. Once Microsoft buys Activision, Microsoft has the ability to renegotiate those deals. Now, they did it with Mm -hmm. Bethesda. They said they're going to honor them. That may be exactly what they come back and say. The only thing that would give me a slight pause on that is Jim Ryan said once this acquisition goes through that he would like to renegotiate a deal with Activision. And I think that would be the opening, is if... PlayStation wants to come back to do some sort of deal. I honestly think they just spent $70 billion. There's no amount of money that could stand in the way there of them being like, okay, we're going to do X, Y, and Z, but we're going to bring 2024's Call of Duty to Game Pass or whatever, or PlayStation Plus. I'm not trying to give false hope. I'm just saying based on testimony, I think there's, there's some wiggle room there, but it could very well be till 2025. Who knows? I don't know. But I, I, I read that little piece. There's like screenshots of that floating around. And I don't think that's like, that didn't seem locked, like set in stone with me. It felt more like yeah. a projection. That's That that sounds more like a projection because once they own it and they've got everything, depending on whatever deals are made. Or still had Jim ongoing. Ryan not had that testimony, I would have been like, like Bethesda, they will just honor the deal. Yeah. But. Jim Ryan didn't say we want to renegotiate our exclusivity on Ghostwire Tokyo. Right. You know, Jim Ryan said we would like to, you know, we'll start it. That's in his email to Phil, right? Like mm-hmm. if this happens, we'd like to sit down and talk about a new deal. And maybe that never does, right? Maybe I think once the deal goes through, I kind of feel like bygones will be bygones and these two companies will work together. Call of Duty is too important not to. Yeah. But 30% uh, yeah. means way too much to PlayStation. Exactly. So they'll, they'll work something out, but yeah. Call of Duty is going to be in Game Pass. Yeah. Hands down. Hands down. Uh, the first one, that's a really good question. Tony Hawk's be, Pro Skater. I, okay, so I think the first game that shows up in game, like the first notable game, probably Diablo. You think so? Yeah, um, but I think he's being like the first day one game on Game Pass. I think, I think the betting favorite has to be Call of Duty because they just make one every year. You got more shots at it. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering if Activision has got to have a game or two in development that we don't know about, you know, like a Spyro or like, what do they just do? Like Crash Team? Crash Team Racing? Or no, Crash Team Battle? Something, some something kind of Yeah, like, like a party battle. game. Yeah, something like that. They got to have something like that that will probably, that might beat Call of Duty to the punch. Mm-hmm. I don't think... Blizzard has anything, right? They just did Diablo. They just did Overwatch. They're not going to bring WoW to console, I don't think. Not anytime soon. Not anytime soon, but that has been a a long gestating 
we will blizzard have anything game. else blizzard just kind of works on see here's and here's an blizzard interesting does thing. they have their mobile games they've got they've got diablo they've got uh world of warcraft they've got overwatch that's really all blizzard is working on outside of like mobile games this is what i was going to say the funny thing about this is that activision is a giant company i have gone on record numerous times the last 18 months trying to explain to people how much bigger call of duty is than everybody thinks it is but here's the thing activision 70 billion dollars super valuable super important overshadows the rest of the industry they don't have like a lot of ip Mm -mm. like bethesda has way more ip like franchises activision makes a lot of money off of like pillars like core pillars call of duty wow diablo like money makers Every now and again, they do like Crash. Yeah, if you look at their website right now, Tony Hawk. Games, they've got those five games you just listed. Call of Duty, Tony Hawk, Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, and Sekiro. That's what they have listed so, on their Yeah, they didn't even right make now. Sekiro. They just published it. They published. don't even own the rights mm-hmm. to Sekiro, right? Mm-mm. They're just the publisher. Yep. So, yeah, like they don't have a lot of IP. So I don't think we're going to see like, and the reason the reason I'm saying this, I I always feel like I'm, kind of get into the details of making my point. The point of me saying that is don't expect the $70 deal to go through. And all of a sudden, like 12 games start showing up in game pass every year. They're not, you're going to like one or two game pass games every year. Yeah. Cause they just, they don't 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 put out a lot of games. They don't have a lot of IP. Now they do have some back IP that I would love to see them bring back, which is a big reason why I wanted this deal to go through. I think the best case for maybe getting any of that to return <laughs> is that, um, but we'll have to see. Yeah, I mean that that would be the only things that I could really huh. see them pulling is a bunch of their their back catalog. It's a great, yeah. great. Here's a great transition. Ryan asks, "Do you think Xbox will push to bring back dormant Activision IP?" I should have saved all of this for the next question. Will <laughs> Phil be wearing a Time Shift shirt at the Game Awards? I never played Time Shift. Me either. Oh, damn. Um, Phil wore a Hexen shirt, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's definitely signaling that he would at least like to have somebody. I think Hexen remastered might come like the Bethesda team that did like quake and stuff. They might do something for Hexen, which I think would be cool. Yeah. I hope some Activision IP comes back personally. That's been my hope I'm this entire time. Trying to look at like the stuff that they have, and I'm like, they're, they're, they're not bringing back Scarlet. They're not bringing back Skylanders. <laughs> I hope they bring back. They might bring back Skylanders. I don't. I I disagree. I think Skylanders has value to a younger gamer that knows Skylanders. Maybe you ditch the toys thing, which I think is probably apt. But will we never see a Skylanders game again? I don't think that at all. I mean, I think Skylanders was awesome, but I think it's I think. Just- I think you give like toys to Bob or something like you get them to do just like a Skylanders game. Like think about like, uh, I know we've done this before, but now that this, again, everything pending this closes, but let's just talk as if this deal closes. There's never been a better time in the world to make like an Xbox car racer. (laughs) Like if you have Skylanders and crash and Spyro and you can do like master chief and, so Ori and some Xbox characters and some Bethesda character. Like it is now is the time to do something like that. Uh, I think Skylanders probably return. I want guitar hero though. Guitar is the one. I always wonder about the music stuff just because music licensing is so damn expensive. Like they just spent 70 billion. 
They did. So do they really want to spend that kind of yes. money for music licensing? Yes, I do. I I would say yeah, I want them to. Maybe they don't. Maybe you're right. I, don't, I just I don't I, I don't see like money expensive so you know, doesn't feel like the reason not to. <laughs> I would just say spend all that money. If we weren't in this world where everybody is only playing online, like there aren't too many people who are sitting around together playing like when we had Guitar Hero, we weren't anywhere near as online in the PS3 era as we are now. People like games don't even have couch co-op. Like everything is online. So I just wonder if it's there's working a with market. Rock Band, for that. they had online multiplayer with Rock Band 4. Yeah, that didn't take off very well though. Nobody was really doing They're that. Still and that's dropping part of the music music for it every week. They drop music, but does it really buy? Is anybody really playing rock band? When's the last time you heard anybody playing or getting on? Ryan just played rock band like a week ago. Okay. We don't talk about Canada. All right. They don't count. I think people are playing rock band. I I understand your point. It's not. I don't think it's big enough to bring it back. That's fair. I don't. Okay. Like the, the amount of money it would cost to just redo and pay for music licensing and all of that. I just don't think it's, it's, going to be a large enough return on investment to do it xbox is dying for a game like prototype yeah just dying for it like like it is what their library sorely lacks i think a game like prototype if they could get that ip out to somebody that can make it make make a lot of sense i also think true crime could be pretty cool oh my god that was an activision game i love true crime that was that was a lot of fun. I think I mean I don't know if they would want to get into something like that, but I mean that's a big that IP has an appeal that very few of their IPs have. That could be a big like if done well, that could be a big time mover. Um I'll throw it out there too because I just happen to love this, although I don't think a whole lot of people out there would care. But geometry wars? Yeah, I saw that. I'm I'm sure. I just I don't know. I man. Like it's, Geometry it's Wars to... three, I would like them to go back to like base Geometry Wars, but I would love another Geometry Wars. The question is, do you like? I think it makes sense to put these games in the catalog in Game Pass or whatnot, and see how many people are actually playing and what the sure. hype is around them before you decide to actually go balls in and decide to make a new one. Definitely just... Tony Hawk, though. You got to keep making more of those. Maybe. At least more remasters, remakes. Maybe. All right. Uh, Justin, now that we're here, do you think Xbox acquiring Activision will change how Activision operates, especially since their games will most likely be in Game Pass? Will it change how PlayStation operates? Do you think we'll see Sony make a move with the publisher too? I don't think we're going to see Sony make a move with the publisher this large. Um, they just put, they're putting a ton of money into fucking live service games, which just like, ugh. Um, I do think this is going to change how Activision operates. I hope that it changed how Activision operates and they're able to make things that aren't just Call of Duty. And maybe we can get a lull on Call of Duty. Maybe it comes out every couple of years and you just keep making Warzone the thing that people play like the entire year Mafia's. and allow yeah just let 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 warzone be that and then allow call of duty to not just be an annualized franchise and let them actually work on it more um and allow other studios to make other games 
Like that's what I hope for. I think you're spot on. Um, I'll just want to present back your statement. I think for a couple, I'll add to your statement for a couple of different reasons. I would like to see call of duty go to at least buying releases. Mm -hmm. Uh, First and foremost, I think it'll help them attract better talent and keep talent. I think just, I think anytime you have a studio that just is working on one thing indefinitely all the time, I think it's gonna be hard to attract talent to that studio. Um, so I think for talent, I think for talent relations, for human resources, it would be better to get off that grind. Activision yeah. couldn't because that was the share price. It was Call of Duty. And we heard yep. about it when Call of Duty wasn't very good. It really hurt, right? They don't have to worry about that as much now. They still want to make money and make Call of Duty, and they will. But relax it a little. And I think biannual releases for their main three Call of Duty studios would make a lot of sense. I also think that that would allow them instead of doing, what do they do now? They do three, three year cycles Mm -hmm. where they switch every year. So if you go to three, six year cycles effectively, right? If you give them double time, that's enough time for them to potentially each of them to make another game, maybe a smaller game, but at least work on something else in between those releases too. Yeah. Right. So like maybe they spend three years making their call of duty and they make three years making their other game. Um, I don't know. I'm talking a big, like, I don't know. I don't know if that's, if they got more time, it'd be nice to see Raven and Sledgehammer and stuff do other things. I know I'm not going to be the first person to have ever said this. There is a ton of really good people that make good shooter video games over there that Xbox just acquired. You have to think that they're looking at me like, maybe they can help out Halo. Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe we can do something there. Because if, if if I was Phil Spencer, if I pull Sean since he's not here, if I was running Xbox to do that, if I just spent seven, I would definitely be like, how do we make Halo great again? Yeah. Uh, is it over at 343 or is it the best people that make shooters in the world? Like, would you give Infinity Ward four years to make a Halo game? I would. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I would. <laughs> like, oh my God, guys, please help us. Um. I also think Call of Duty could fit better into Xbox's growing rotation of like shooters, right? If you, especially if you do some cross pollination with different IPs, yeah. You have Call of Duty, Call of Duty, then maybe Gears, and then Call of Duty and Call of Duty, then Halo, Call of Duty, and Wolfenstein, Call of Duty, then Doom, right. you know. So you can start to mix those things in there with Call of Duty. You don't need just Call of Duty, 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 Call of Duty. Um, I would love some cross pollination there, especially again, if they started, even if they didn't like give halo to somebody, but even if they allowed them to work together, right. Could you yep. imagine that you have call of duty, Absolutely. halo, call Overwatch. of duty, gears, call <laughs> of duty, overwatch, call of duty, Wolfenstein, call of duty, doom. Like that's incredible. Yeah. Hi, Sean. Quake. Show. Quake. Thank you very much. Welcome Quake. Sean. I imagine that 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 applause was for Quake, and I think that that's was for you. appropriate. Definitely for you, man. Quake. That's for you. Uh, I love Quake. Sean Capri, everybody's favorite New Yorker. That's me. <laughs> the New York Yankees, my favorite baseball team, because I love baseball and all sorts of different American sports. Um, I have no idea. Did you, have you been listening? Do you have anything? I've been listening. I've been working. It's been a day. It's been a day. I've been working. I, I'm done work. Work is finished. It's it's damn near nine o'clock. I'm done working. It's time to talk video games. I also nice. did a podcast in the middle of work, so I guess I can't complain. 
<laughs> you know, it's over my lunch break. We kind of that's pretty nice. Slide the Xbox drive in, so it works out. Uh, Barrett writes in with the next question. He says, "With the ABD, with the ABK deal looking more likely than ever to close, how do you think Sony responds? I suspect Square and Katakawa would be the most likely acquisition targets, but I also don't think Sony ever planned on getting on getting on planned on getting that big." Perhaps the answer is already in house. Do they even need to do anything? No, I nope. think they just keep making those exclusivity deals for the games. I don't think they need to actually buy a studio. Mm-hmm. They already have like those relationships and those inroads already built in. You just keep doing what you're doing. You don't need to buy them outright. I'll agree with you. Uh, why buy Square? Right. You already get all of their games. You already get them already exclusively. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, personally, I, don't, I, I mean, I think Square fits right at home with Sony. So if Square mm-hmm. wanted to sell, I would expect that Sony would want to buy them, and I would hope that they would buy each other because they think they're they fit well together. Like how I feel like Bethesda fits with Xbox, I feel Square fits with Sony. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd be fine with that if they did. But like if I was running Sony, like why would I spend my money on that? I think they yeah. did respond. I think they bought Bungie <laughs> to keep I, it exactly. to keep the games away from Xbox. That's why you would buy it. Just yeah. those even more even so, just lock it down. So, that's, I, I think suppose, they would, yeah, I suppose. it would have to come to that. Right. Like, it would have yeah. to come to them coming into the room and being like, if you we're don't buy petty. us, we're going to publish on Mike, like, we're going to publish on Xbox. I, I mean, a lot of people, happen. people were speculating that that Square was setting itself up for sale, anyways, right? When they it were. offloaded they all the stuff, yeah, all like, their anchors, all their dead weight. Yep, I could still be a thing. I think the worst thing that Sony can do is change course, and I know that they're going to do right. it anyways, but th- they're going to be so shook by this, and I think that that's terrible because, like, obviously they've been successful doing what they've been doing, and well, for them on. to go like we should do something else, I, I don't think like change that. course from three years ago would make sense, like to stay the course. Mm. The course they're on now, though, where like half That's of the I mean. games are live service games. All this, I'm like, I don't know though. Right. Maybe you should change course. <laughs> But there's no going back. That's the way these things go. Like they'll they'll sure. never go back to Hopefully, early PS4. That live service thing is just in addition to all the regular stuff we're getting because it's not like they're having the studios that make the games that we associate with Sony making live service games. Mm-hmm. It's all these other studios that they've acquired that are making these live service games. Yeah, it's not the typical like it's not um. The Horizon Studio making just a Horizon live making game. a live service game. They're making that, but they also are making regular Horizon games. So it's not like they're putting all their eggs in the live service well, basket. No, I I agree with you, but you can't do both at the same time. Like not everybody can do both at the same time. All the right, time. it's not everybody. Your Horizon yeah. Guerrilla. Like they're, if they're making multi serve, if that. they're making multiplayer Horizon and multiplayer Last of Us, th- that is resources that are taking away that used to just make single player games. Well they were already making multiplayer last of us. It's not like that was something that they didn't do before. So it's not like I'm just pointing, I'm just counterpointing, just counterpoint. Yeah. So I, I don't think that we're that like, they're taking away from what we're already used to and saying, okay, you guys are no longer going to make the big single player Epic game. You're just going to make live service. Games. I think no, we got studios that are doing that. PlayStation is still going to crank out PlayStation blockbusters. Those are not mm-hmm. going, they know, yeah. That's why, you know, that's why they're... The, I hope so. What's the... Pu- the like, place. have you guys explored the pipeline? I know we're in the Xbox Empire right now, which, dude, I loved 
hearing that song and that seeing the intro. Yarden was, was very adamant that he wanted incredible. us to, to bring it back somehow. So I thought I would see you if I could. have no idea how pissed off I am. Right, The best Xbox podcast on the dang internet, man. This is some bullshit. Uh, I loved it. I don't but like, know what is the, what is, what is the pipeline? I've been out of the loop a bit. I know that they have, they've got Wolverine. Yep. Good. Uh, they've got I mean, Spider-Man's Hori- this year. They have Spider-Man. They have several Horizon projects in the works. That's mm-hmm. weird. That's where things are kind of going off the road in my mind a little bit. But like The Last of Us, maybe The Last of Us 3, Uncharted, yeah, maybe he's coming Last back. Last of Us, and I don't Okay, think, maybe it's not so bad. I'm not even sure the factions, I'm not certain the factions ever releases or if it's just right. the Agreed. mode in Last of Us 3 or yeah. something else. You got Death Stranding 2. And then, you uh, know, for people whatever, Corey, like that. Corey Barlog has been working on a different game that isn't God of War mm-hmm. for a few years. That should be coming up soon. Yep. I imagine that gets revealed like maybe. What other character has become a dad? What other PlayStation character is older like us? (laughs) It'd be some new dad. That's what we need. We're getting some new dad energy from Corey Barlow. Yeah. I don't know what. It won't be an existing. and or Clank has a kid. I don't know what Media Molecule's doing. (laughs) Together. Nobody knows what Media Molecule's doing. Bend would be the other one. We don't know what they're doing. Bend is working on something, but we don't know what they're working on. We know they were probably going to get a Ghost of Tsushima 2. It wasn't Eventually. supposed to be Bend was supposed to be or rumors that Bend or that other like little spin up thing that they that had San Diego studio was doing something uncharted. Yeah, that's that's mm. that's a rumor, yeah. Yeah. But and then of course, yeah, you got Sucker Punch and they're doing Ghost too. Ghost. Mm-hmm. Sucker Punch is top tier, dude. What oh, a studio. And Holy Go- Ghost two is gonna be huge. Oh, and I man. imagine it's so probably exciting. it might get shown next year and come out the year after, I imagine. That's the Sony I'm excited to see come out of this. Everybody gets so sidetracked with who are they going to buy? Like, let's talk about like that's the Sony that I. Appreciate. Well, they've also bought. They I'm bought Bungie. The they bought several the other studios, anybody. smaller studios, but they've bought three mm-hmm. or four smaller studios. What's Housemark doing next? They've got Twisted you know? Metal in the works. So the reason I asked the question is because it just seemed like at the end of PS3, probably all of PS4, they just cashed in on these incredible, this incredible mixture of um franchise is an ip that came of age or introducing new ones that just crushed it like ghost and horizon were the new ones that got added in last of us 2 was there to to crush it you know i just feel like this this mix of of games was so interesting and i don't know where they are i guess we kind of laid it out a little bit just now with playstation but that's where i think the focus should be i think that's where after their little last presentation i think that's why a lot of playstation fans were upset that's I think exactly they, right. That makes sense. Like, they were where clear, is they the want stuff? that. They want to know where the, <laughs> where the bangers where is the stuff. I hate that. Yeah. Bangers. Where are the bangers? That's what they wanted. I mean, I think it's also Sony just trying to keep stuff close to the chest. I think we we had a weird period with COVID where things were getting announced and things just kept getting delayed and nothing ever came out and we were stuck straddling the line between old gen and new gen Mm -hmm. and it was just a weird period and i think sony is like you know what we're just gonna take a step back we don't need to put everything out there this is what's coming and we're still working on stuff i think they just bought i I think they just bought time yeah i've been saying that they bought Mm -hmm. was it for spoken they've got final fan they they don't need that right now they got spider-man like they're good Right now, and they're gonna have that one, one or two years for the exactly. generation where That's it's what they're doing. just like boom, boom. They're boom, working. Boom, yeah. boom. Mm-hmm. They're at work, and they're and, not gonna tell the, you what it is because they don't want to tell you for the next eight years what they're doing like they did with Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just I don't going to. That again. They're at work, and after their little exclusivities run out, 
I imagine Persona 6 will be the next one that they'll have exclusive. They'll talk about that too. And then eventually, probably within the next year, maybe 18 months, they'll start to lift the veil on that internal roadmap. I don't think exclusives ever, ever run out. I think that's that is the game and that that continues on. I honestly don't think that. Oh no, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I didn't Absolutely. mean I meant like the you mean the ones that we know about. Of yeah, of like these current sure. ones. I'm thinking yeah. they they had Forspoken, they mm-hmm. had Deathloop, they had Ghostwire, they had See, Forspoken. This is what I'm talking about. They had Final Fantasy. I think they have mm-hmm. Persona. I think like they have these they have a lineup of exclusives that they have bought and I think and I've been saying that for what since the Basically, since the system launched, I'm like, they're buying development time. That is yep. all they're doing. They're Absolutely. Buying development it's time. smart. They're getting <laughs> out of their year by year. They're just getting away with. We've released one or two first party games because that's all they need at the moment. But I saw on the Internet that games. that Sony was going to go. That PlayStation was going to go out of business because the judge allowed for. You got to quit reading so much of the Internet. <laughs> What is, what is this internet that you're or reading? read you better guess. internet? Uh, yeah, find <laughs> Look, I don't believe it. I'm making I'm poking fun at it. The, no, no, this I'm idea that like you know what I'm saying? Like it's oh my gosh, they got to buy this 69 billion dollar thing. Everything is like on fire. It's all yeah, lost. No, no PlayStation that. is crushing it. Like that's that's kind of the whole point. And I People love to see it. Microsoft's counter to what Sony is doing. Like this is Microsoft trying to win the game. I also think there's an easy case to make. I wouldn't make it, but there's an easy case to make if you wanted to that Call of Duty's peaked. And who knows what Call of Duty 10 years from now looks like. But That's the thing. There's no Activision guarantee. Activision has like just squeezed every drop of blood from the stone that they can get out of Call of Duty for the last five or eight years. Yeah. And if you told me like 10 years from now, like Call of Duty is, you know, a popular first person shooter, but it's, you know, not the juggernaut that it is today. I'd 100% believe it. I mean, I arguably it did that on the back of PS4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just how well PS4 did. Cause I remember when they announced it, you know, PlayStation is the new home for call of duty. And honestly, like people should really think back to that moment. Cause I think a lot of us went like, okay, like big deal, like it's not a that huge of a deal. It has become a big deal. It was deal. a huge deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it was it was a, it was a an emotional. It was an ego big deal. Like oh my gosh, they really showed Xbox. But like you got to remember, Call of Duty Ghosts. Nobody cared. Nobody, nobody cared. cared. Not a single solitary soul. Nope. Like that well, wasn't. I, mean, any- I think you got to remember a lot of the people that are talking about how terrible and you know damnation and all this is. A lot of these people don't even play Call of Duty too. Right. Yeah. Like you, aren't those, yeah. They aren't those people. Actually, yeah. if you actually do some internet archiving or or some heavy Twitter searching, you probably find tweets from the same people talking about stupid Call of Duty is. Because yep, I've yeah. seen most of the gaming media rag on Call of Duty for a decade. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I've seen them funny. almost pride themselves on. You know, I play. I don't play Call of Duty. I don't play Call of Duty games. Yeah, I'm with you. I just say that as somebody who openly admits to playing all Call of Duty games. Yep. I'm, I noticed right those things. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All of my friends who are playing Call of Duty are just like, they're so fed up with it. They're like, please, like one of my boys, my boy Steve, who plays a ton of Call of Duty. He's like, I pray to God that Microsoft buying Activision fixes Call of Duty. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people that are in that. <laughs> but here's, I want to ask, I've seen a lot of that. And I'm wondering, like, what evidence is there to believe that? There's a lot more evidence to believe they might screw it up. Yeah, There's way just, more evidence that they might screw up Call of Duty than fix They're it. just hopeful. Call of Duty. I'm with you. Just, just I am hopeful. too. I'm hoping 
I don't know. I really don't know. Like part of me says like, you don't spend this much money to like turn the faucet off or slow it down. Mm-hmm. But I really hope they do. Cause they need mm. it. Like the teams need it. Like Raven and Slide, like they can't keep this up indefinitely. Like you're just, no, they you're barreling towards something bad happening. If you just keep any call of duty every year and it's going to be number one every year and we got to push it. And you know, like, that can't keep going. At some point, there needs balance that needs to be had. Yeah. <sighs> They're going to need Sledgehammer on Halo or something. I'm hoping. I don't know, did you hear that? No. I'm I was just say- making things up. No, no. He I was, was saying that earlier. That. I was, was like. just saying that. They're, <laughs> oh, they really? just acquired so much good talent that have made shooters. Like, somebody in Xbox has got to be thinking. We can you use you hope so? But I mean, they Halo. they did it with Bethesda, like they. And they, I'm not gonna like too? like with it and everything. Like I'm not gonna take games. Halo away, but like, can we get some people from Infinity Ward to like come take a visit? <laughs> like, <laughs> can we get you to work together? You know, like because mm-hmm. we talked about in Halo's development cycle, they had a lot of problems with contracts and support studios and stuff like that. Yeah, I think all that goes out of the way when they're all just internal, right? Look, just get it over there yeah. in Infinity Ward just to. Come over. Well, have, I would, a, have a moment. I mean, if, if I ran, I would give Halo to it if I could. <laughs> like, like, yeah. It's just yours now. <laughs> just, you got this. Because <laughs> uh, they do amazing things. Uh, the last question before we can start talking about something else. Uh, Daniel, he put this in the chat earlier, but I did see it. He says, Donnie, do you think the merger actually helps the future of cloud gaming? I do. I don't uh, I don't, don't know. Care. I guess. Sure. Sure. I, I don't know how it would hurt it. Like, I guess it, it adds more content to cloud. To cloud co- yeah. The, yeah, I mean, one, just off the face of this deal, so many cloud gaming services just got access to Call of Duty. That can't hurt. Yeah. That can't hurt cloud gaming. <laughs> like, yeah, there's no way that hurts cloud gaming. Also, I think Microsoft is the biggest player right now in cloud gaming. So empowering them to try to establish a market, which is what I think they're trying to do. So with Microsoft, I was, I was saying this earlier about Netflix and Apple and what they're doing with mobile gaming and stuff. I think Microsoft sees mobile as their clearest strategy to expand their player base. They're not going to get it from console gamers. They're not going to get more people to buy consoles. I don't think, Mm -hmm. I don't think they see a huge Avenue to double their player base on PC. So they look at mobile and tablets as, that's our place. Like if we can compete there, we can get more players. And I think cloud is a big part of that strategy. And it may not be in the U S or the European or the Japanese markets either. It may be in Brazil and in Argentina and India and China. It may be in other markets. What were the devices you just said for cloud phones, tablets, browsers, low powered PCs. Yep. That's where I think is like TV ma- screens. Like people are totally overlooking it. TV screens, absolutely. Um, but this idea of like what specs do you have? That there will always be a place for that. I hope and I think that there will always be a place for people like us who just want to have like the best rigs, all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. But no, like they don't last forever. Number one, it's expensive nope. to keep them up. So like having that as an option, I think would be amazing. You know, so you can still play at your PC um, or roku device or whatever but yeah i think it's bigger i I only bring it up donnie because i think that um when people think cloud they think phone that's it but i actually think it's way more than just that mobile devices Mm -hmm. i don't think so either 
It's so much more I, than that. I think of the the what Google was trying to chase with cloud specifically is there's a big opportunity to reach people that have access to internet, India and China, where there's like yeah. billions of people that aren't going to buy consoles. Right. Yeah. But like with cloud, you can do that. Call of Duty is a penetrative force to do that with. Mm-hmm. It's like a damn spear to throw at that problem. You know, like Hellblade ain't getting anybody to pick up a talent. Like, can you, you not most- play Fortnite on Apple still? Is that still a thing? You can't, you can't play Fortnite on the I don't Fortnite remember if they the, ever figured iPhone? that out or not. I'm not that into Fortnite. That's wild, though. But I remember to, to when it was it- streamable mm-hmm. in Game Pass and GeForce, I believe. I remember that being a big deal. Yeah. Because people had a workaround. I'd love to, like, I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know if, like, we have the ability or our communities, like, touch those people. Like, where are they? You know, but, like, they're somewhere. Apparently, there's, there's billions of, of people playing them. Yeah. Like, where are Candy Crush? They're, they're not listening to podcasts, I guess. No, Definitely not. They're, they're not in the gaming not, community. They're not in the gaming community. They're not community. on they're socials. They're, they're not on Twitter. Mobile community. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a totally different audience. Funnily enough, when you Google, can you play Fortnite on Apple? What comes up is add a shortcut in your iPhone or iPad home screen that will take you to Xbox Cloud Gaming. Wow. That's the first thing. <laughs> and you look at how many up. more people play Call of Duty mobile than just Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's the thing I've been trying to say with this mobile play. I know people like are dismissing and they think it's like a like an add-on. It's not an add-on. And it's not just because Xbox doesn't have like a mobile marketplace. I think with something like Call of Duty Mobile and Candy Crush, they're like Trojan horses to introduce people mm-hmm. to Game Pass, to introduce them to Halo, to introduce them to Gears and Forza and everything else that they have. Yeah. Those are the Trojan horses. Call of Duty Mobile gets you a chance at the table. It brings you to the dance. Otherwise, nobody's downloading your app. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, like, that's, that's what, a huge thing. Diablo Immortal, it's a big part of that. It's a chance for them to reach new players. I mean, I don't want to call out my own co-host, but earlier Ryan was making a case for like Netflix making a, a big play for gaming with Oxenfree. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, that's not you the same it's thing. It's not Oxenfree. They have AAA it's games everything. in everything. They've yeah. hired, yeah. They're hiring people from like Santa Monica and shit. So did games. Google. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I think maybe so did Amazon. Like Google, yeah, yeah. Jade, Google did something different, yeah. but not. Yeah, Google didn't. The Google bought Splash Damage. That's not the same. I think Netflix is real. Have you I'm opened not, the Netflix app at all? I, like this is just should be a rude days thing. Have <laughs> like, you opened the Netflix app? Have you yeah. ever opened it? Yes, of course. There's a yeah, lot I, of games in there. Have I played any of them? Yeah, you have. You were real excited when Teenage Mutant Turtles came to Game Pass. On Game Pass, yeah, they I don't gave use it away Netflix. on Netflix. Good for them. Right. So, I just don't think it's it's not like it, you're. It's one thing to do the thing, but for it to land and to have any impact so whatsoever, the they're the just thing, starting. So they're though. not. They're not going after you. They're not going after us. They're going after our children, sir. Oh dang! Not the kids. We'll talk about the future. Hang on, Netflix. Hang on. Talk about the future of cloud gaming. And I just want to point you to this idea. They're just starting. They're starting mm-hmm. to get people used to playing games on Netflix. There will come a day probably much sooner than you were expecting to where you open up Netflix on your TV and there are just game tiles that you can just play. I guess the argument that I'm making is I don't think especially Netflix has the stomach for this. Like Netflix is not a Google. It's not an Amazon. I don't think that they have the cojones to confront this bill and to to make it work. When it comes to media, they almost run the place. Like whatever Netflix puts on their homepage becomes the most popular TV or movie in the world. 
Mm-hmm. And they just bought studios. Like they are serious about this. And they're they making a Witcher games. game. They do what? In a what's Castlevania it? game? What's the Embracer Group? Do you guys want to Google Embracer Group? Like this buying stuff doesn't mean anything. That's true. I'm not that's, even talking about them buying studios. I just see, I think they're real. I think they're yeah, more I think real. The difference between an Embracer Group and a Netflix is that they already are doing stuff in this space. I agree. And now like I, I get what you guys are saying. Into it. And I don't think to 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 <laughs> literally everyone disagrees with me between on. you two and the whole chat. Like I'm, I'm on an island. I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with you. I'm I'm conversating to back no, you same, up, same here. Same to back here. you up a little. I don't think the plan is, oh, one day we're going to turn it on and we're going to beating up Xbox and PlayStation. No, I don't think that's it. But what I do think the plan is to one day you're going to open up Netflix or possibly be able to buy a controller from them. You're going to open up Netflix, which you already have, and you're just going to be buying games. And I think they're going to have games like Castlevania and the Witch games that tie in to their franchise, Stranger Things. Stranger and things, things like yeah. that. And Turtles, I think if stuff. you are Xbox or PlayStation, I think you have to see that as a credible competitor because of their influence and reach. They have, yeah. I don't know how many, hundreds of millions of subscribers to, they could just put a game in front of. That's so and hard to do. Got rid of all our password sharing. So now they're just going to grow more. Imagine if they got like their, their, their market share. Imagine if they put Ubisoft plus like included, like Ubisoft did. Ubisoft on would do that. Imagine, Ubisoft of course they that. would. Imagine if you just open up Netflix and like play the new Assassin's Creed game. You're going to tell me people I, wouldn't I'm try shocked. that? I have to say, no, I think I would. I just don't know that people think games with Netflix and they're going to have yet. to do some. They don't yet. You're they right, have to right. do some serious investment into changing that behavior, but they 100%. do have a better foot in the door um, to like, introduce that to people who just automatically go to their Netflix app. They're like that's way just better what they're off doing. Totally get it. Stadia. Totally, totally get it. <laughs> uh, and on, and to Xbox to, to that degree, I guess the other thing that I would, would kind of refresh on this conversation is the games that we're talking about that are coming to Netflix, they're big, but they're not call of duty of or course. Fortnite big yep. or Roblox yep. or like, it's going to like, that's why this is a $69 billion deal for Xbox is that's one of very few, like, half a dozen or so properties that can pull that much weight. Like Final Fantasy was an exclusive for um, PS5, sells 3 million copies in the first few days. That's great. Or sorry, 3 million copies. Did I say that? 3 million copies in the first few mm-hmm. days. That's great. But that's not, it, like, it's crazy that 3 million is not the scale of some of these other games. Yeah. 232.5 million Netflix subscribers. I know that, like, we have Daniel um d life he's always in our in our chat he's always talking about mobile stuff he, he's like our mobile gaming expert he's always dropping in talking about like here's the latest game that dropped on netflix you can play on your phone on your tablet today i don't doubt it i like i said you can you can load it up and i also wonder how many how many pieces of media that people don't watch on netflix not sure. just games yeah like it's it's not that everything they that netflix puts on there is i just think it's i think they're setting i think there's a there's a table being set there's a board being set Apple Arcade has made their claim. Netflix has entered the chat. They're That's making my next, their claims. Yeah. Apple I Arcade think, is my next bu- bullet point. In this. I think Microsoft is trying to make sure that they're at that table. Yeah. That's ultimately what I think is happening. I don't think Netflix is like, we're going to overtake PlayStation. I just think they're like, there's a lot of people out there who love video games and we're a content delivery service and why not us? Why can't exactly. we get 30%? Of it's a way to just keep some of your customers to grow an additional customer base. All the people who are already using your service. Oh yeah, we have games too. Cool. I'm not going to 
you know, cancel and, my sub because oh, I've got some games here as well as all of these movies. Yeah, I'll and I'll just say that going. this might be a bigger entertainment point to make. And I, I swear, I'm trying to get off <laughs> of this topic, <laughs> but I think this sorry this begets saying no, you're good. Netflix has really disrupted the movie making industry because they pay everybody up front and then they take all the profits. And if you don't think that's appealing to a lot of studios, you are sorely mistaken. If, if I think Netflix shows up and goes, we'll give you a hundred million dollars to make a game. Yep. Yeah. It's a big deal. Well, isn't I that can, where Halo dude went? Isn't that's that like, Satan? Did yeah, he go to Netflix? He, yeah. When we mm-hmm. talk so. about how Xbox like flipped the table and stopped playing like the console game, if Netflix actually starts going in and starts buying games like that, that will flip the board. Now all of I think a sudden, it has Sony a chance and Xbox to do it. I think you're like, take, I think you're just going one step too far to go to like it's certainly going to do that. I think it has the potential to do that, and I would re- agree there. Yeah. But I don't think it's a guarantee. I you can have I, all the greatest game makers there. You can I have hope the I'm games. not. I hope it didn't come off as a guarantee. I was just saying this is what they've done with movies, and if you take that approach, just like mm-hmm. this is what Xbox has done with services. And they've taken that approach to gaming. If you do the same analogy, like this is what Netflix is doing with entertainment, and then you apply that to gaming, that'll be very disruptive. That's all I would yep. say. Because now I can make a dud, and it doesn't close my studio. The difference is they've got the money to do it. Mm-hmm. Netflix. See, I don't know if Netflix does. Like, I don't know their financial statements, but I don't know why I feel like Netflix is on the ropes. They burn through <laughs> know, money, but they I get know they money. Have lots but of that's subscribers. The thing. Everybody yeah. subscribes, so they people just give them more. Like, they, it's not just the customers. They get capital and bonds and investments and stuff like that because the Netflix. Yep. And now they have the ad for, the ad tier too, so they're going to be getting ad revenue as well. Yeah. Just. <laughs> I mean, it's like they're, YouTube. They're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Legit. My That's why I thought Stadia was going to crush. I thought Stadia was it. It's like they had YouTube, man. Like and so did we, they didn't go there. They didn't get there. They didn't, they didn't try do that the hard. right stuff. And they also made you have to learn a new thing. It's yep. not like I could just open YouTube and all of a sudden there's Stadia. If they would have done that, they may have had a better chance. If I just open Netflix, something I'm already aware of, something you were I know, and there's games. Oh, now I'm intrigued. You were what supposed to be able to join the the game that your favorite streamer was playing. Like, yeah. oh, you want to play? Like, drop that. in. Like, come on in, yeah. dude. Like, Problem is none of the streamers are on YouTube. That's my. That's ultimately my point. Is there's all the promise, but it's another thing entirely to execute on it. So, yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I think the um, potential is there. I think maybe there's no doubt to define or to explain why maybe I I see more potential or I believe in it more. Is because unlike the failed attempt of Stadia and even Amazon, Netflix has already, I think, shown more promise in the studios that they're targeting, the games that they're publishing, the games that they're making, the talent that they're targeting. Their moves so far are signaling, I think, more positively than those other ventures. Yeah. Anyway. I have them about the same, but we'll see. Okay. Uh, So that's it. On Call of Duty, FTC appeals, all that jazz. We will let you know if the appeal is done or when the deal gets finalized and all that. Last words. Final call. Fuck it. Beautiful. Uh, (laughs) Damn. (laughs) EA is confirmed. Oh, speaking of that, let me change us back to. Thank God. There we go. There we're back. Thank you. ESPG. Dev, I want to thank you for making your appearance as my co-host on the Xbox Empire tonight. Thank you, buddy. 
No problem, sir. I knew you had it in you. <laughs> EA has confirmed um, their new single-player Black Panther game from their new studio called Cliffhanger Games. Uh, this is being led by former Monolith Productions boss Kevin, St- Kevin Stevens. Uh, includes staff who worked on Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor, Halo Infinite, God of War, and Call of Duty. And they did reiterate that the game will be a third-person game. Um, and it is aiming to build an expansive and reactive world of Wakanda. The plot will explore the experience of taking on the mantle of the Black Panther. So I was so confused when you dropped this in the Discord. I was like, we already know this is coming. Why are they giving us just more, more official? Just more official. But I know. I thought it was the the, the Black Panther and Captain America game. I'm ah, like, yeah, there's why the other are we game. Giving it, what, mm-hmm. what is this? Why are we doing this? And now I'm realizing, oh, it's a whole another Black Panther game. So we're just doubling down on Black Panther. So yeah, what we had before was like Jeff Grubb was like, EA is making a Black Panther game. And we were excited. This is EA going, we're making a Black Panther game. And here's who's doing it. Still know what we just don't see it. It's years yeah. away. Years like, away. This just, no. Did we even, it was this, this was an announcement for investors, right? This Probably. Had to be that, and, and a lot yes. of times, I'm forget about it. A lot of times studios would do this to let people know that, hey, we're making a game. And if you were looking for a job, you can go go search Cliffhanger Games, click on the apply now button. That's usually why a lot of people go, why does everybody show these games years in advance? They didn't show anything. That Well, I mean, <laughs> but people say that when they're like, why are you just getting a teaser trailer? Why did we just get a logo? Why do you gameplay? <laughs> they haven't made the game yet. They're trying to get people, people to come employees. make the game. Uh, it's it's amazing how a game will get made. The studio will go into pre-production. You'll see the article, right? Uh, Jason Schreier write the article. Everybody's been let go. Everybody hates them. And then they want to make a new game. And people are like, why do we have gameplay already? Well, they got to hire more people. This is, this is how this works. Are you right. new? Yeah, it really. I mean, it really. It's, yeah, it's the, it's the Internet. It's the Internet. It's it's, a, they don't know any better. Yeah, that's why we're here. I guess. Um, PlayStation non-essentials for this month have been released. We have our non-essential <laughs> games for PlayStation Plus. <laughs> World War Z, It Takes Two, Snow Runner, Sniper Elite 5, The Ascent Undertale, Dynasty Warriors 9, Delvin's Favorite, SpongeBob SquarePants, Battle for Bikini Bottom, Rehydrated. And a personal uh, one that I'm excited about, Samurai Warriors 5 been waiting for that game to go on a nice discount for a while and it still never has so folks out there enjoy that one because i've been waiting for that one for a while uh fast and furious spy racers rise of shifter finally what the fuck is that as well as twisted metal one and two you want to spell out shifter for uh the audio listeners there no, <laughs> what, what's no. with that no. what is I that i don't know Sleep why speech. put a one in there i don't it makes no sense oh man uh uh, so anyway, those are your PlayStation cool. non-essential games yeah. this month. Twisted Metal, right on time. Right on time. Yeah, that's true. Um, with nods for best drama series, actor, and actress, among others, and I'll just write in here, many others. I think they've been nominated for like some 25 categories. HBO's The Last of Us is the first live-action video game adaptation to earn major awards consideration from a Hollywood awards body in television or in film, which is a major accomplishment. So good on them. Finally, HBO, you finally real. We, we made it. I I was about to say like, there's a, there's a part of me that's just like, can everybody shut up about 
Hollywood not taking games seriously now. Like, I hope everybody's happy finally. Seems like for a lot of people, this has been like a like the goal, the dream. It's like I need to win yeah. an Emmy. Wasn't the pe- number of people watching it enough? Like, I feel like the award, like, who cares about the right. awards? The thing but is, like, you know, does anybody watch records. the awards anymore? Exactly. Right. The Last of Us was a movie that they turned into a game in the first place. So maybe Neil mm. will slap somebody. That'd be great. What? <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith joke. Will Smith. Will, oh, yeah. we, we might actually watch. Oh God, I missed it. Uh, I forgot where I was you for a second. He's got to there. Smacks the shit out. <laughs> Thanks for the award. <sighs> Neil Druckmann just smacked the shit out of me. Does oh, Sean Neil like, what? Have to smack a bitch. <laughs> That'd be incredible. Okay. Um, oh, super exciting news. All right. So before I even read the news. I just want to talk about how like faded the moment was for me today. Okay. Fucking clock tower is back. Scissor man is back. How did I find out this news? Did I watch the show that I didn't know was happening? Nope. (laughs) Was I watching Ryan streaming that I didn't know was happening? Nope. I was working all day today and around, I don't know. I'm going to, I should have wrote the time four Oh two or whatever. I was like, let me go open Twitter and see if we have any answers for any questions this week. I open Twitter and the first thing I see posted like two seconds ago, Clock Tower Remastered was just announced. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> like as soon as I opened the browser, it blew my mind. I could have opened it two minutes earlier, two minutes later and never saw Missed it. it. I didn't even know Limiter Run was having a showcase. It's pretty good. I started retweeting and 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 losing my mind and Discord messaging and Brian's like we're streaming. <laughs> what? We're who's stream? Where? What's happening? So, uh, Limiter Run Games had a showcase today. Where they announced a bunch of games, and yes, Sunsoft will release a reprint of Clock Tower. Originally released on the Super Famicom in 1995. This is not the PlayStation version. They get confused because Clock Tower 2 is what came out on PlayStation. But when it came out on PlayStation, they just called it Clock Tower. So a lot of people think that's Clock Tower. It's not. This is a Super Nintendo version. This game was never localized in English. was never released here. I have a copy of a fan localized version running on my Super Entertainment Nintendo mini classic console. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, but this is coming to all current gen consoles. It's coming to switch PS4, PS5, Xbox one, Xbox series, steam, and it's coming this year. It'll have brand new animated cutscenes and a brand new intro and a brand new theme song and new soundtracks, new anime style cinematics, uh, additional cutscenes and all the stuff. I'm so excited. I've never heard of this game before. That's okay. Really? This is the first Scissor Man. And I'm I'm sure this is not true. This is not true. It is not the first survival horror game ever made. I do think for a lot of people, it's the first survival horror game they ever played. It's the first survival horror game I ever played. It's why I was so excited when I picked up Clock Tower 2 on PlayStation. My favorite horror game I've ever played. This is not my favorite horror game. This is just the first one the in the series. One. Am I going to buy it and play it? And absolutely. 
I need a limited run game, stupid edition, so bad. <laughs> they can get me for so much money right now. You have no idea. I need soundtracks and albums and vinyls and plushies and posters and everything else you could do. Steelbooks. Um, I'm so excited. I'm more excited about this, though. This is made possible by Limited Run Games Carbon Engine, which is an engine designed by Modern Vintage Gamer, MVG. Right? Most people know him and his podcasts and his YouTube. And he has made an engine that basically lets other developers put their old games, like their old ROMs in, and then like quickly enhance them. This is what they did for River City Girls Zero. Um, I was interested in what this engine was because they kept talking about it today. Coming, Carbon Engine, coming because of Carbon Engine, coming because of Carbon Engine. I was like, what the fuck is Carbon Engine? So I look it up and what is on the homepage for the Carbon Engine right now? At the very bottom, it lists all the systems that it supports, right? Genesis and Super Nintendo and Atari and all the things I don't play. At the very bottom, it says, coming soon, PlayStation support. Hmm. Which I really, really hope means we're going to get a Clock Tower 2 re-release. Like, I I need it to happen. I need it to happen so much that I know the MVG is on a podcast, and I sent him $5 for any hope that it's going to happen. I was like, hey, any chance at all you want to give me a nod at all? And it's potential. We'll see more clock tower in the future. Just kind of wink, <laughs> like just do clap your hands, do something. Um, Cause I'll lose my mind. This is becoming like the, the last two years is slowly becoming like the year of dreams for me. We have mm -hmm. NCAA coming back with metal gear coming back. Lollipop is getting re-released. No more heroes is like all of my favorite games. And I'm sure the most gamers and even most of our listeners give no fucks about any of these games. <laughs> but for me, I'm through the roof. These are like, I never thought we'd ever hear from Clock Tower again. I have spent so many hours on the Clock Tower Reddit and the Sunsoft website. Have you really? I watched the Sunsoft. They've had two directs that we've covered on the show in the last year. They're, they're announcing all these arcade games and NES games that they're re-releasing. And they never mentioned Sun, they never mentioned Clock Tower. Like I've watched all these presentations in the hopes that they say Clock Tower again. The last time they even said, we're remastering a super fan project that will let you know more. And I watched the whole presentation and it was like some game I've never heard of. Uh, <laughs> so we talked about it. Uh, Dev, last time we were talking about like maybe they'll release Sunsoft Batman, right? I've been watching all this stuff, craving just please say Clock Tower. And today was that day. And I'm so sorry for hogging the mic for so long. I'm just losing my mind. This is the biggest, this is the best thing that's been announced all year for me. I mean, you would have had to hog the mic because I don't, I don't think me or Sean would have had anything to say about this at all. I just watched the trailer as you were mentioning. It looks dope. Like I, I get it. Like scissor man I, I is incredible. Scissor One of the man. best villains ever. The <laughs> shit awesome. is scary, Sean. Like at the, at yeah, the day, it, looked, mm -hmm. it scared the hell out of you. You get the music, yeah, you get the shears, and like, oh. But Clock Tower 2 is much better. Like, it's just a better game. No, can't wait to check it out. So, oh, Lincoln's here. Hang on. If MG, if MVG answers my question, hopefully my five bucks pays off and I get any amount of inclination that it's possible, which I'm sure he won't give us. But if he does, yeah. I'll record it and play it on the podcast. <laughs> nice. I definitely remember the games. I never played either of them, but I definitely remember the box art but not up my alley at all. 
I don't feel like it's as novel now as it was then because a lot of other games have kind of done it since then. I think Clock Tower has been very inspirational in the horror genre. But Clock Tower 1 and 2, I think, really stood out because they were horror games that, like, you couldn't fight. You don't have a gun. You don't fight zombies. You don't shoot the bad guy. Like, you have to hide. And you have to be, like, thoughtful on where you're hiding. And it was really good, especially Clock Tower 2. My memory of what I played Clock Tower 1 is not as strong. But Clock Tower 2, like, you can hide under the bed. And then sometimes there's a man will see you and just stab you through the bed. You can hide in closets. You can hide in bathroom stalls. Like, it was just very like, you know, good. And then the story and the dialogue, I think is really what set it apart. Um, I still remember vividly scenes from clock tower Two, like that creepy old house. They put you in with that dog that keeps you from leaving. It's the best. I love it. I love the it best. so much. I have clock tower. It's like the first ROM I put on my ally. What a name like for was, a game. I was just playing it the other day. I would love for new ones to come and, and, so much of my excitement is literally just hearing them say clock tower gives me so much misplaced hope, so much <laughs> hopium that like, maybe they're going to re like make a new one. Like I want them to do what silent Hill is getting, what resident evil is getting do that with clock tower. Like we need more, like this was a great franchise clock hour three, not so much, but clock tower one and two and definitely, definitely need more. Sean with the Diet Coke delivery. That's nice. I'm so lucky. <laughs> I'll shut up about Clock Tower. I feel like I'm having that like voice in my head. I'm like, you're talking too much. You've been doing this for too long. <laughs> like, Look, this is noise. what the people come here for. This is right? too much. You're good. People come here for this. They're <sighs> going to eat your hype, and they are in turn going to go buy Clock Tower. If nothing else, it'll be me and Ryan. Me and Ryan will be there. And I just, I need it all in my veins. I'm, this is like Metal Gear. I'm going to buy eight versions of this game. Jesus <laughs> Good I'm going to buy it on every platform. I might buy a PlayStation copy just because. Just because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you never know. You never know what the future might hold. <laughs> um, in addition to Clock Tower, Limited Run also announced the Jurassic Park Classic Games Collection is coming. Yes. Featuring yes. Jurassic Park from the NES and Super Nintendo and Game Boy, as well as Jurassic Park 2, The Chaos Continues. Wait, which which systems from for Jurassic Park were they from? Super Jurassic Nintendo Park NES, was on Game NES, NES, Game Boy, and Super Nintendo. Not Jurassic Sega? Park Two was on Game Boy and Super Nintendo. If it was when I wrote these down, this is what I pulled from. I think the the reason I, I, I always from? feel like there were there was the better movies? versions of a lot of games, and Jurassic Park was like so prominently featured on Sega commercials, like the the T Rex was Sega. All that stuff. It doesn't include the Sega Japanese games, says Ryan Turford. He would I don't. Know. Ryan needs. Ryan would know better than me. Like what the yeah, difference? He would know is, better but... than me. Like he is my go-to authority on these things. I never played these games. Me neither. They were so huge, man. Really? They, they, I can imagine yeah. the movie was massive on TV. Like these. Like again. Like back in the day, you didn't have game commercials. Sega had Jurassic Maybe Park didn't game have commercials them in Canada. We definitely had game commercials here. Jurassic Park was not one that we saw often. This was Tell not a guys, game anybody was talking about. Is it a good game? Are these good? I was ever associated with. I think it's a good game. Yeah, man. I'm games? excited about this one. I love. I love that we started with Clock Tower and then went to Jurassic Park. But like, that's just that's this show. What I can like, say is Jurassic Park was always available at Blockbuster. That was never a game that you couldn't rent. 
It was always there. They had lots of copies because it was so huge. No, no, it was just always there. Yeah, right. Yeah, this is this often the was the case. Yeah. I this don't have anything what, to to say here. That's that's the only reason I didn't start with it is I never mm. played it, so I don't have much to say. Jurassic Park is a big game. But is it no? So Am I wrong? I, I'm I'm asking you if you're telling me it is. Yeah, I believe good. you. I don't know. I, I can't call it. I I'm not hating it. I feel it. like you're taking yeah, it. I'm as not like hating not, it. Like I, I'm not. I'm not. Not. No. Excited. I'm. I, I'm I like. I'm know. checking myself. I'm. Che- I'm oh. like. Am I like way off? Like this maybe I'm completely. Your clock tower, Sean. This, yeah. I just don't know. I never played the clock tower. I never played it either. I imagine they've got like the music and stuff. I mean, I thought it looked cool. The first one. I hang on. Let me reiterate that. The first one. What they showed. I was like, yeah, I'm not playing that. It's like the same way I look at like Metal Gear. I'm like, yeah, I'm not playing that. The I don't know if second hold one up. though, I was like, I might play that though. That looks kind of that looks kind of cool. Yeah, man. John says know. he loves these old licensed games. Hell yeah! And nice. that's what gives me hope for Batman Sunsoft. Is like if they can that bring back be, Jurassic Park, dude. Sunsoft Batman was the shit. I remember mm-hmm. that game too. That game was awesome. Don't give me that look. I love that game. Yeah, no, it was another one of those rentals. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. You also don't like Blackgate, so you just your opinion is Nolan. So Floyd. my problem with Blackgate is that it's just an old ass game that plays like an old ass game. So I don't. You love old ass Metroid games. That's the only thing. That's the only. That's old what Blackgate is. Like. No, it's not. It is yes, definitely it is. not a Metroid game. John Thirty Two says, "Give me some NES RoboCop." Yeah, I just wow. I don't have the NES now we're love that people have. Yeah, I'll take an NES RoboCop. I wouldn't buy it. I'd, I'd emulate it on <laughs> an already existing SNES Mini, but I'm not buying none of this shit. Limited These... Run also announced soundtracks for um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm sorry, did I cut you off, Sean? No, I'm just having a drink. They announced the Gex trilogy is coming to all consoles. I never thought we'd see Gex ever again. <laughs> I love that Rebecca was like, what the fuck is a Gex? <laughs> Oh, she wouldn't know. Yeah, she wouldn't know any better. <laughs> I would never want to replay the first Gex, but like the third one I would. Probably. Probably not like I'm not pre order. Not like go well, out and get it. But like on the cheap one Gex, day, would I? Yeah. I always think 3DO. Like I feel like that was a yep. 3DO. Oh, really? Game. I think like, PlayStation. No, I think you're right. 3DO first. But I'm older. I mean, I'm in younger. You're younger, yeah. yeah. So I remember going into like my local little mom and pop store and always seeing Gex with the. And you're 3DO. talking 2D Gex, right? Side scroll. Originally Gex? released for 3DO in 1995. See, mm-hmm. Gex for me is an mm-hmm. like a 3D platformer. When yeah, I nah. think Gex, I think like. So um, for me, Gex is opening up an EGM or a Game Pro and seeing the ad for Gex and the 3DO. Well, that's true. That is where I come from because I'm old. Okay. Which is probably why I think Gex 3 would be the one that I'm thinking of. But when I Maybe. think Gex, I think like like Ratchet, like Banjo, like those like those 3D platformers of the time. That's what I think of when I think of Gex. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Anything else on Gex? I'm Gex watching gameplay out? right now. I might have uh, underestimated this. Dude, on 3D it looks not not bad. Actually, 3DO was a great system. I mean, it was fourteen thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, they announced that Gargoyles Remastered is still coming and it's getting a physical release into Gargoyles. Want to relive those? I would love the memories. cartoon. I'm not yeah. playing the game. Same. Roller Coaster Tycoon Three Collector's Edition is coming to Switch. Ooh, Switch. 
Gotta get that. Um, a physical release for the Castlevania Advance Collection is coming this fall. That's cool. That is. I cool. still have my Gotta originals. <laughs> nice. Uh, is it Tomba or Tomba? Tomba. Tomba. Jace will be Tomba. very excited. This is a Genesis He's game. Very excited. This is a Jace game. Mm-hmm. Jace. I've never played this. I've never played always this talks game. about fucking Tomba. Like, yeah. Is it awesome? I think I managed to be the one it. to tell him about it. I saw Wario 64. I didn't, I was like you, Donnie. Like I signed on to Twitter. The first thing I saw from all of this was Tomba. I'm like, surely Jace knows about this already. So I kind of like carefully tagged him. Like you must know about this. And I think I just blew his mind because Tomba yeah. was PS1. It was a PS1 yeah. game, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He says people love but it. Cool. And people oh, lost their minds about that today. Really? Nice. Uh, a new game is coming out from Limerick Games called Double Shake. I thought the game looked pretty cool. It's like a platform, like action platformer. And then they announced Shantae Advance Risky Revolution is coming to the Game Boy Advance next year. I love when they do this kind of stuff, when they release games on old-ass consoles. And that's it's it. They didn't ever. announce it to anything else. That's great. I love it. I I'm love sure that, kind of that it will. I'm sure that they'll find a way to release it. I was talking to Ryan in the Carpool Gaming Discord earlier. I smell maybe a Shantae collection coming. What? what Shantae. I was thinking oh, Sh- nice. Shantae. I didn't even catch it. Damn it. Shantae. Damn it. Damn it. Come down here. Better than this. <laughs> Were you guys talking last week about this, like releasing games on old systems? And like, why would you ever do Delvin that? Delvin was. Yeah. Delvin was. We yeah. were talking about if they would release older consoles in. I was just thinking like minis. Delvin the whole time was like they're going to release cartridges too. It never dawned on me to even think about that. <laughs> it was like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. They I guess they could do, do every, that. Every now and again, an mm-hmm. NES game comes out. <laughs> I love it. Even if they were going to do me that, too. Like if they were going to release a Dreamcast, wouldn't you just make it like a digital store? Like instead of trying to do brick and mortar. I just feel like the the road, the path to actually selling ROMs at like a respectable level is very specific to like a few brands you can yeah, get away with that with like super mario world and stuff you can't get away with that with gex and tomba and like people uh, aren't gonna buy those apparently they are they well they're, they're, i think you're assuming right now Limited i think you're assuming functionality niche. i would yeah. buy it and not use it well, like i would just have it for like a shelf that's just what we all do that's, that's just cool. gaming well, that exactly. So I think that, that opens it up for kind of I wide open. Collections of horror games I've never even heard of today. Did you see that on Fanatical? I did the dread thing. You can buy like, 50 horror this? games for four dollars. I was like, sure. It's like yep. it's like a bucket of rice. They don't even give it. you they don't even give you names. It's just mm-hmm. dread one, two. Like you just have to open them up and go through them. And I was like, one day, like on Halloween, I'm definitely gonna do that. I'm gonna just go through and play some games for four dollars. I'm just trying to think, like, would you buy, if they had, like, a bunch of horror movies? The answer movies, is yes. The, an, the answer a is yes. A thousand that's, percent. Yeah. I like would spend extra they, money on that. Yeah, <laughs> like those cool real, Disney oh, boxes, too. Sean, could you imagine? Right? Sean, I'm so glad you're here, and I'm so glad you said this. I know you so well. You hey, just, we're talking on Friday. What are we doing here? We're you, talking on, we should. We should save yeah. it. But, mm-hmm. uh, I, I was playing Fatal Frame this past week. Nice. Really yep. get me into the feel, which is great, because... I haven't been on my horror thing this year as much as I normally have been. Something I've noticed. I haven't watched many mm-hmm. horror movies like all year. Fatal Frames flipped the switch. 
Nice. I don't know what happened. I just spent $300 on Halloween decorations on Prime Day. <laughs> like, I bought all kinds of shit. I made up in Halloween. Made up for 4th of July. Everything on Halloween Damn. is like 50% off on Prime Day. I saved so much money. I, I was watching it. the Discord. People were like, oh, Prime Day sucks. I was like, I don't know what you guys oh, are Oh, dude, saying. I missed I got a, everything. I got like four scarecrows and streamers and a dead body and oh, tombstones man. and a new projector. I was getting all kinds of what is so funny because you were kind of like, I think I'm done with the Halloween thing. Cause ah, the and then care. I just started, yeah, I'm all back in. I'm all in. I'm, I'm all back I'm in. Up, they pull me right back in. I'm back. I'm very excited. I'm happy. Um, Some quick hitters to move the show along. Naughty Dog co-president Evan Wells announced that he's retiring at the end of the year. He's been there since 1998, president since 04. Neil Druckmann will be the sole president moving forward. Okay. Probably as it has been planned for the last yeah. five right. years this or so. Yeah. Assassin's Creed codename Red, the upcoming Japan game from Ubisoft, uh, appears to schedule to launch next year, according to a LinkedIn profile, which is speculative. They put all kinds of things in job promotion offers and things like that, listings that don't yep. come out to be true. I love but, that it's. Ubisoft's historical Stabathon series. It's a great name. Yeah, I don't know. I, didn't read that. I don't know who. Yeah, I forget where I pulled that from, but that's why I didn't read it's it. Hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the news. What? There you go. <laughs> the yeah. abrupt stop is my favorite. Oh. Well, we got to do the days thing. It's so good. It's way I better. I forgot we moved the rumor central after the rude day. So hang on. We have one more news thing. There's a rumor going around the Need for Speed Most Wanted remake is coming next year. It's according to a voice actor who starred in the game. Yay. That makes sense. Yep. Like probably to do a remake. They just came out the game. Now's the time to do a remake before they come out with another one. Now we we can do the rude days. Can we just remake Underground? They're saving it. Fuck fuck Most Wanted. Give me Underground. (laughs) I like Most Wanted. I like Most Wanted a lot. But they're saving it. <sighs> You'll have nobody ever just nobody ever wants to just give me what I want. You get I all hot pursuit. See if I yeah if I wanted <laughs> underground that shit would be here tomorrow. I've been exactly. On a, haven't I? I need you I've, to want what like, I want. I feel like right? I've been on fire. Like I've been heated. Been. I've been you a heater been. lately. Pissing me off. I just kind of speak things that just kind of happen. It's like two <laughs> years ago. I was like, I think they're going to do a Metal Gear, and I think they're going to put it on Switch. People were like, that's insane. It's exactly what they did. But just tapping the podcast and giving Donnie everything he wants. Yeah. Yeah. We got Lollipop Chainsaw Remaster, like out of nowhere. Out of fucking out of nowhere. <laughs> out of the ether. <laughs> People were like, do you want a lollipop game? People are like, what's lollipop? <laughs> so yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No underground. Mm. Whatever. All right. I guess I'm doing the rude day segment. All yeah. right, cool. Story update. Myself and Delvin apparently uh, got oxen free right. So that leaves the score at 15, 15, We're going to need a recount. It's the first yeah. day. It's the first day. We need a recount. We always Did you guys take the over the on day. it? I took the under. They took the over. I, I don't even remember. I originally yeah, I took, I the the took the under. No, I originally took the over and then they all yeah. agreed with me and I was like, I remember. I'll take the under. So where is it? It's so right on the money. It's like yeah. right on. It's like 80. It is right yeah. on the over under. 
these lines, man, that's amazing. It is. So it like, could, he nailed it. Could it. change tomorrow. He's yeah, he's really good at this. So he wants to know over or under eighty five point five for Pikmin four. Pikmin Ooh. 3, Gotten 85. 85.5. <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. This is amazing. He's so good at this. I, ugh, holy crap, dude. Like, my gut tells me under. Like, my first instinct, my first, like, if I don't think about it at all, for some reason, I'm thinking under, like, and it's close. It's like 83, 84 is kind of mm. what I'm thinking for Pikmin 4. I agree with Sean. Then I'm going to agree with Donnie. Because yeah, I don't know shit about Pikman. If you average the Metacritics, oh, Oxenfree 2 is sitting in an 80.3. That is insane. <laughs> it is on the number. Like, it is on it. That's amazing. I just need a couple more reviews to go the opposite way. Oh, my gosh. It's the Nintendo bump. Josh has often yeah. criti- criticized Nintendo. Nintendo is like seven points clear of other systems. Mm-hmm. Like Nintendo is super positive and like PlayStation is a mediocre and then PC is like really hard on it. Yeah. <laughs> and Nintendo oh, what is the, you're talking Metacritic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not I open have no, critic? no idea what it's on the, uh, what's no, the they, we don't use open critic for, for this. We That'd be better because it's, it's single. There's, it, there's no separate. I always if we did use open critic, I'd have the point. Yeah, and I would have agreed with you. Oh, oh, oh I, now you want to know what open critic is. I didn't is. say we wanted to. Up, I didn't say every we time I bring to. it up, you're like, oh, what the hell is open critic? I we didn't say we were going to use game. it. I was just pointing out factual <laughs> yeah, information. Yeah. Now you want to acknowledge it. I don't want to change. I think you just give me a couple of days. It'll work itself out. It'll even out. Here's the problem. We never go back. Like, it's just what it is in the day. I don't think we've ever gone back if anything has changed. Recount, baby. Nah. Just like we nah. need to re-review games. Nah. Recount. Nah. Stop the count. Right here. It's a day. No, the it's wants the day. To Today's the, the day it came out. Nope. Once the, once the no, day is see, out, that's, once the that's where we need a Rudy's ruling. Yeah, we no, need a Rudy's ruling. <laughs> the FTC appeals <laughs> Dev's claim on the grounds, okay? It's egregious. It's outrageous. No. On the day that we do the cast, whatever no. the score is, no, that was never agreed wins. to. Every Why time we do this, this, agreed to. Every time we do this, usually the reviews <laughs> have been out for a few days, if not a week. Today, Maybe. the game just came out. Yeah, well, you know that's so, how the cookie crumbles. I think right? I should at least get so till the, till the chips lie. We need a rule. I'm appealing. In, in this moment, I just realized I was supposed to do something for court for carpool. I needed to put together something oh. for our episode 300 for Xbox Drive like next court. week. I was like, oh, no. No, no, like court, court Lalande. Court Lalande. <laughs> Jesus, there's too many syllables. Courtney Lalande. <laughs> yeah. Lalande. Do you have to go? You no, go. I'm just, oh, well, okay. I, just, just hit me. You know, I was like, I got time. And I'm like, before I jumped on, I'm like, I need to, I have something to do. Can't remember what it is. All right, let's jump on to the podcast. Let's do this. Courts because you belong what here. What the fuck, man? You belong here. Look, when you're ready to retire, the seat is warm. It's ready for you. All right. Mm-hmm. You're ready Xbox to come Empires. on over. I mean, it was basically here. It was basically mm-hmm. here. It's true. It's true. Just, you've always got an open mic for you, bro. Thanks, guys. Yeah. So, courtesy of TPR, our other over/under is four and a half months from the day we're reading this. 
to the Poor past man. Call of Duty campaigns to hit Game Pass. So do we think we're going to be having them on Game Pass in about four and a half months? Absolutely not. Yeah, I'll take the over. Yeah, I also believe the over. I feel like mm-hmm. four and a half months from it. today. I looked at the Bethesda one from the day they tweeted they announced it. It was like six months before they had that. And here are like the first batch of Bethesda games that are showing up that mm-hmm. happened in March. I mean, that's just the past. That means nothing. They could right. literally turn that stuff on tomorrow. Like if they wanted to, who knows? But I think it'll be, there's a lot. Activision is so much bigger than Bethesda. So much bigger. Like mm-hmm. for the people that think that like all the Activision people are going away. I don't think so. Mm. I think there's a lot of people like Bobby Kodak's getting flared. I don't, go anywhere mm. because like they have like they have like ten thousand employees <laughs> like so many people they still need their managerial staff they still need like all their processes i think there will be like i think there'll be like heads of pillars that report to phil i mm-hmm. think bobby might be one of those probably for like a year and then he'll leave i, I do think he'll leave i just don't think it's going to be like We've bought Activision. Bobby, you're fired. I don't think it's going to happen. Right. <laughs> Bobby's no. just sitting in a room somewhere, just twiddling his thumbs this whole time. Doing a lot nothing. of times, no and it could be, and I would like it if it did. I'm not trying yeah, to just put him in the basement. basement. No, I mean, like what he's been doing now to like run the business. It's not like Activision hasn't been operating exactly. as a business. Usually when you have acquisitions, you have like an agreement in place for contracts to either be extended or to be put in place to make sure that when you acquire said company, everybody doesn't just quit and leave. Mm-hmm. Right, I would imagine that they'll have a very similar thing, and I think it'll take a long time for them to integrate Activision yeah. into like the Xbox thing. That doesn't mean anything that for Game Pass. Is, absolutely, I just don't think that's like a priority. Now it is like low hanging fruit. Again, they could just turn it on. The thing that helps them is a lot of these games are already on Xbox. You know, mm-hmm. you can already buy Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. And, you know, Modern Warfare Remastered and that stuff. They can literally just turn it on. I think they're like bigger things at play that they have to cross. Like, what do they do with Battle.net? Yeah. Do they change mm-hmm. it? Do they integrate yeah. Game Pass into it? Do they integrate in, into Game Pass? Oh, my gosh. There are like T's and I's that need to be done before they really start being like, here's all the stuff we're doing. Right. Look, man. Just put World of Warcraft into Game Pass PC, and then I might actually. I think to w- it. wouldn't WoW people be upset if they took it out of BattleNet? I think WoW people would be pissed off. Oh, no, no, like no, no, you no, got to no, use Game no. Pass app. I don't mean put it into the app. Fuck that. I just meant put it into Game Pass, and then I might actually subscribe to World of Warcraft again. I'm wondering if they'll run like dual. I'm wondering if they'll just put all the Xbox games in BattleNet, and then put all the like Activision games in the Game Pass app, and they just like let you choose your own adventure. Like, I use any launcher you want. We don't give a shit. I would prefer that. I don't want to use the Game Pass launcher. I, I don't think the WoW subscription is going to go away. I know. I'm, I'm, I don't think that's, that's going to be again, a part of Game Pass. Again, they're not giving me what I want here. Do you, Sean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Like, I don't. I'm, Ryan is a better person for that question. That's my first thought when when this was all going down like 60 years ago. Uh, I thought yes. <laughs> it seems like it's been a half a century. Um, I thought yes, but I don't know. I like. Maybe I don't. Think I, don't, you can I, turn I don't that faucet off. There's there's too much money. Too many people. It's a lot. Yeah, it's like a good point. To just be like now it's in and they Game probably Pass. don't want to subscribe to Game Pass, mm-hmm. even if it's a better value. They probably don't want to. Yeah, 
Yeah, like I said, I don't know what trajectory World of Warcraft is on. Like, I would have felt need... better about that had they actually had some firmness. Don't you still their... have to pay for Elder Scrolls Online? Like they didn't roll mm -hmm. that into Game Pass. I think that's still yeah. a subscription. Yeah. So that might be the the best precedent for that. I did not know that Elder Scrolls Online was a sub. I thought it was you buy the game and that's it. I think there's an aspect of it like that. I think you can buy like certain, but they have like packs and stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah, I thought it was like just expansions. I didn't know there was a subscription for it. The only reason I know that it's paid is because they do like they've they have done several like extended free like windows where they're mm. like, hey, if you get into the game today, you can just play everything until like two months from now. Oh, there's then a they plus do, membership. They take it back. So it is free to play, and then there's an extra premium tier. subscription service. Yeah, technically a buy to play. Many new players might be wondering. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Access um, to DLC. Okay. Yeah. Who cares about this? Yeah, Actually, Ryan says a lot of WoW players only play WoW, so they won't subscribe to Game Pass. I agree. Yeah. So uh, they've I mean, got a lot of things to maybe work. some perks or something. Yeah. I'm just selfish where I just want it in there, so I don't have to subscribe to both. Yeah. Sure. No, I get it. <laughs> All right, now it's time for our favorite segment, questions. Talk to the audience. <laughs> Calipug says, if you were a pro wrestler, what would your entrance music sound like? I'm on pins and needles to, for Sean's answer here. I'm coming out to hip-hop for sure, so. Just whatever hip-hop I'm feeling <laughs> the, at the time. The Canadian National Anthem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that works. I think it's been Much done more before. music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One heart, Bret Hart, Jimmy. Yeah. I'm going with that Canadian anthem. Just all formal. Know. I don't know. <laughs> just, just pick a Chili Peppers song and move along. I don't think there's a good Chili Peppers wrestling theme song. All around the world is a pretty killer intro. Mm. Yeah. But I would probably, I would want something more like, like if I was a wrestler, I'd want something like more like Chili Peppers. It's so chill. I'd want something more heavy. I don't know. Sean going heel with the anthem entrance. Yes, John 32. <laughs> <laughs> probably like Iron Maiden or Metallica, Black Sabbath, something like that. Hmm. I'd go with the airship theme song from Super Mario. Wow. Sean's just doing his best to stick out. <laughs> you are doink the clown, sir. You're doink the clown. Uh, no more tears. Oh, Ozzy Osbourne. I have no it's idea what killer, that is. Like, it's got a killer like bass, you know, that starts and then like the thing drops in. That'd be a good entrance song. Because you need the build. You need the you need the the tease, uh, the drop. And then the build, like that's the that's the entrance. Nah, I'm just too cool and too chill. So I'm coming into some just real chill hip hop. But you still need like the out. but the segments are important, right? That's what makes no. a good entrance. You need the glass mm. breaking or the gong. You need something to alert not, everyone that, that you character. are on the way. No, all, the only thing you need to alert is my intro music. And that's then you need, you need the drop that you actually appear to. And no. then you need to like kick off as you walk down. Nah, just play some Snoop. I'm gonna walk out. Just, I'm thinking Rage. Then you're just tranquilo. Rage would be excellent. Something Rage yeah, or excellent. Audio Slave. 
Yeah. Audio's I didn't even think that. That's pretty killer too. Godsmack. <laughs> there's I been, stand alone. <laughs> I they actually think that's been used. <laughs> I was about to say I think there's been so many wrestlers have used Godsmack in the day. Probably. Yeah. I think I Batista no used any of that is. I think Batista used that. Never heard of him. Yeah, you have. You've never heard of Godsmack? Oh, I thought he said I'd never heard of Batista. I mean, I know I Batista like, Drax. Definitely Drax. have. Drax. Dude, I just I just hit random on my music and it hit up Coaches by Audio Slave. Oh, that's an excellent one. Excellent like, one. That's no crazy. That, that is. Oh, you should definitely listen Delvin? to it. Where is fucking Delvin? I need Delvin. You should right listen now. to it. Damn it. That's a killer I will song. Not. Why? I'm good. You might love I'm it. I'm good. That's ridiculous. That's absurd. It can be. That's fine. I don't know why you tried, Donnie. Are you surprised by this course. response? Um, the next week's bumper is going to be Audio Slave. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I'll be like, I don't know who that is or what that is, and I've already forgotten it. That's okay. Play some Tupac. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Joe says, if you guys could handpick two NBA players from any era to play one-on-one, who would they be? Sean, go. I don't know. Muggsy Bogues and John Stockton. <laughs> They're the same era. Oh, did he say That's two different eras? Two different eras. I, I, Brandon I Miller and Michael Jordan. <laughs> Does anybody get that? Nobody I get knows? it. The trash talk. Yes, it. I get it. I, Brandon I get Miller it, yeah. is a rookie that just got drafted, Sean. In mm-hmm. his entire draft process, he's talking about how Michael Jordan was overrated. Yep. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, put him one on one. That's all. Oh, good one. <laughs> I'm throwing the kid to the wolves. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Bird and LeBron. I was thinking Larry Bird. Definitely so, Larry yeah. Bird. Definitely Larry Bird. I, you gotta I'm play not, LeBron, LeBron, right? No, I don't want to see that. I think it'd be really good. I'm good. I'll, I'll, nah, I need somebody who who just has like more of a Bird and Luca. That's good. Because I feel like Luca has a little more. I want to kill you than LeBron yeah, but does. I think Bird would trounce him though. He might, he might, he but would. I'm also okay to see that. I'm, I'm okay. good with that. It's good. That so, works. Luca, Luca, and Bird. That's that's who I'm picking. We got a big man battle. You said Hakeem and Dwight, <laughs> right? You throw them at each no, other. No, no, Hakeem would kill Dwight. I don't want to. Of course, see that. right. That's, that's why boring. we're doing it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just mop the floor with Dwight's sorry ass. Talking about he's better than Joe Prime. Dwight is better than Joker. Get out of here, Dwight. Stop smoking that crack. Doctor nonsense. Dr. J and who? LeBron. I feel like LeBron takes that. Kareem and and Dwight. That'd be interesting. I still think Kareem. I think Kareem mops the floor with him. The skill versus like raw power. Mm-hmm. Interesting, but it's not. Yeah. Kareem and Wimby might be interesting. Maybe. Give it a couple years. Yeah. I think Wimby is too athletic for Kareem. I think he just run past him. Kareem and Dirk, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, that could be good. The sky that hook versus that fucking high knee fade. That high knee, man. Both the most unstoppable shots I've ever seen in the history of basketball. Absolutely. 
He basically need people in the chin. How is that legal? Mm-hmm. Look like streets of rage out there. With fucking knee up in the air. <laughs> fucking tiger knee jump shot. Nonsense. <laughs> That's exactly. Can you imagine if he did some shit like that? Yeah. Uh, Give me Dwight and Wilt. Not Dwight and Wilt. Sorry, Shaq and Wilt. Just cuz. Oh, yeah. That would be. Just cuz. That'd be pretty incredible. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't think you saw this picture, Sean, but Haley said, what are our thoughts on this monstrosity from Thailand Burger King that has brought into the world? It's basically like just a cheese sandwich. Just lots of cheese. Cheeseburger. It just has like 18,000 slices of cheese on it. In between two. Bones. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. No, no. Yeah. yeah, just gross. I think I would throw up trying to eat that. I think I, I would, too. Like your try. mouth full of cheese, like just mm-hmm. trying to get to the, like, no, that doesn't work. That's disgusting. Yeah, it does not sound like a good time at all. Like I'm down to eat like a piece of cheese on a bread, but like the volume yeah, grilled, of cheese. It's a grilled cheese sandwich, but that yeah, is the volume of cheese okay. is too much. I also like the like the artistry that's kind of involved there. Like they didn't just stack the cheese, like they've they oh, were no, rotating yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, every slice is rotated like at an angle. You know, I got oh, the okay, corner. We're gonna take good pictures. <laughs> that's yeah. as good and as then, that's gonna look. Like, we're gonna try to nacho sell it. cheese on top. Oh, it's too much. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> on it's a gross. sesame seed bun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rebecca wants to know what's your favorite dog breed and board game I don't have a favorite dog breed I don't know enough of them to care Um, my favorite board game however is Monopoly oh god I'm an asshole (laughs) sorry did I say that out loud did I say that out loud of all the board games Monopoly Sean disapproves like that's that's like Sean you will remember that that. <laughs> that that cheeseburger all over again. <laughs> I have preferences of dogs. It's interesting. I grew up always wanting an Aussie. Yeah. I now have an Australian Shepherd. I don't think I'll ever have another one again. <laughs> yep. Like they are something else, man. They mm-hmm. are on it, like on crack all day, all the time. So he's special. I love him dearly, but he's special. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fond of Rottweilers. I'm fond of Chows. But if I could have another dog, like to pick, uh, I don't know. This goes without saying because I'm partial. But Archie was a Wheaton Terrier. Archie was just the fucking best dog I think I've ever had. And me and my wife were we were saying that the other day. We saw a picture of a dog on YouTube. It was like a YouTube video of somebody playing, and they had a dog just like him. And we were like, man, he was the best. He's like, and, he, and Melissa, the reason this comes to mind now is Melissa told me she was like, he perfectly matched your energy. Mm. You know, like Flea is not my energy, right? So it's not it's not simpatico. Archie was, right? Archie would just growl whenever he heard like people walk by like the mailbox, <laughs> you know, not like bark and get like loses mind. He'd just get upset. You know, he's just upset people are around. <laughs> He'd sleep in all day. He'd sleep under the covers, just plowing the pillows with me. Um, was down for whatever. Was always at my side. Like I just, I loved him dearly. So if I could have another Wheaton Terrier, I'd, I'd love to have one. Nice. I like uh, golden retrievers. I think they're pretty sweet. Oh, of course. Yeah. Great. great I love great dog. border collies, especially cross with something that isn't quite so intense. You know, like yeah. they're 
to the Aussie. Like it's it's kind of a lot. So much, man. For sure. Um, we think Char- Charlie that we had the dog we had. She was like a thirty pound little corgi cross with border collie and maybe something else. And it was just perfect. She was just this derpy looking little thing. Lots of energy, but still like to chill. Um, but yeah, golden retriever is probably up there for me. And I like a board game called King of Tokyo, Kings of Tokyo, Kings of New York. They're like this Godzilla thing. You're basically like rolling the dice, trying to take each other down. It's a fun time. Better than Monopoly. Stupid ass game. That just means you lose a Monopoly a lot, Sean. That's I'm that great at Monopoly. Me. That doesn't mean it. That, that's not what that means at all. I lose yeah, enough of Monopoly in real life to sit alone and try to play that on my free time. <laughs> I just want to, you know, do card make games count? Feel real bad about themselves. I was going to say Uno, like shout out to Uno, man. I take Uno like over is, Monopoly. Is a Pokemon Uno game, a board game. Mm. No, spades, poker. You guys ever no, played Pandemic games? card games? <laughs> Never even heard of it. And I got nothing. Pandemic my years school. of being associated Carcassonne. with the board of video games crew, I've learned that I just don't like board games i bought a lot of them i've tried i get bought on the hype you know and they're like hey this guy's a horror game and this is golf and i'm like oh i can't wait and then i play it and i'm like oh yeah this is why oh I what about this. nightmare did you ever play nightmare the vhs tape never even heard mm-hmm. of it oh you got and there's a star trek game too like back in the day you'd have all these like interactive you'd play along with the you'd pop in the tape and play it and then you'd play the board game while it's while the, the, the thing is on your tv we have Good one stuff. night no. ultimate werewolf is pretty fun. I like mm-hmm. that one. It's easy. Nightmare used to scare the shit out of me as a kid. Holy crap. Yeah, the I never gatekeeper or the keys. I don't even know. Somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. We didn't play board games as a kid. We played yeah, Monopoly same. and that's sorry. Cards. Connect four. That's really <laughs> it. Cards. Sorry. Sorry it's awful. Sorry, it's just terrible. Oh sorry, life. Terrible. I like life. That's a fun game. Forgot all about the game. Like life. That shit. Of course you did. Took too long. Took too I like long. chess. I was in chess. Yeah, game. chess. Good. Does chess count as a board game? That. Yeah. I think it's like the board game. It is. You play it on a board. Yeah. <laughs> I just never thought about that as a board game. The board's required. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy chess. Chess checkers. Yeah. yeah. But Monopoly. Just because I want to. I just want to ruin people's lives. Just, I'm on Team Sean it. here. That's terrible. God. Yeah. I'm gonna steal so all your boring. property. I'm gonna run you run everything up. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not gonna read that. <laughs> the sounds. Did you say you're not gonna read it? Yeah, it was it was Barrett's question that we already went through. Oh, okay. Um, I was like, Do you just delete somebody's question? <laughs> He was like, well, I'm not going to read that. It wouldn't be the first time. I've done that before. I wasn't looking at the notes. So I didn't see it. <laughs> um, yeah, so Stingray X got a late question, and he says, uh, what's your favorite summer game? I don't know if he means video game, if he means something you like to play during the summer. Like the Olympic summer games? Could be. He does not quantify with that he just says what's your atlanta summer game <laughs> atlanta was my favorite <laughs> summer games <laughs> don't you guys have a favorite olympic summer games of all of them greece you know Athens. yeah yeah that was a good one <laughs> los <Wow>. angeles <laughs> 84. 
Oh my gosh. It's hard for me to think of the summer games because it's winter games up here. We don't we don't know what summer games are. Do you guys even have summer? Is that even a thing that happens? <laughs> it's happening like as I podcast, I think it might be over when we're done here. <laughs> we finish the podcast, like, ah, winter again. It's snowing now. Great. He, he just feels the breeze. He's like, it's coming. Yep. The geese leave. <laughs> winter the wind is migrating. Coming. The wind changes. <laughs> Ducks are in their flying V. Run away. <laughs> What the hell? What the hell just happened? The hell just happened. That was happening to us before too. Oh man, Melon must be having hiccups. Fun. So yeah, summer games. We used to play um, Mario Kart and Star Fox on sixty four all the time in the summer, just nonstop. Same time, same place, every day. I have no idea when the game came out, but I played Resident Evil three in the summer. Nice. So to me, that's a summer game. Mm. I remember it vividly. Yep. Oh man, summer is hard because it was always football season. So we were like ramping up, playing football, football. getting ready for yeah, like practice. So we oh, had passing, okay. we had seven practice. on seven like all you. summer leading into hell week before school. So I I don't remember really playing a whole lot of video games over summer because I was always out in the streets playing basketball or playing football. Mm. So I don't have any game that I associate with summertime. Star yeah, Siege. I think tribes. if I'm not playing a game like around a holiday or E3, like I uh, games come and go, I'm not really attaching them to when I'm playing them. Yeah. If I play a game over Thanksgiving break, like I feel like I remember that because I always have off time. Mm. Or if I'm playing a game over Christmas, I remember that because it's Christmas. If I play a game during E3, I might remember that because it's like E3. Outside of that, most years, yeah. if you ask me, like, hey, when did you play Bioshock for the first time? I have no idea what month it yeah. was. <laughs> yeah. The one I do remember, I got access to it. I got um, Unreal for PC back in, like, 1998 for my birthday, which is in the summer. So that one jumps out big time. That was mm. such a memorable experience. Holy cow. See, man. that's it. Like, the reason I remember Resident Evil is my mom was working at a hotel. So we were living in a hotel at the time. So I remember like being in the hotel room and going to the pool. And I remember in between those sessions, just playing yeah. Evil 3 Nemesis. Oh, Tomb Raider 2 as well. PC. I know everybody played nice. on PlayStation, but I didn't have one. I guess Pikmin coming up. I think I'll always remember that yeah. summer game. It feels right too. Like Pikmin feels, to me, I'm like right on time. Donnie, Perfect The Last time of Us. to drop me a Pikmin. The Last of Us was June. Was it 2013? I think, yeah, something like that. That actually does. I feel it was May, but I think that does check out. Yeah, you're right. But did you play it in a weekend and beat it that fast? The first time I played The Last of Us, I think it took me. It was fast, but it wasn't a weekend. I think it took Um, me a couple weeks. June 14th was release date 2013. I I would like to go back to The Last of Us two and just check myself. But I don't know, man. I think it's pretty depressing. Great game to play. They're, they're both depressing as hell. But yeah, I might like to play half of it one day. Just gonna stop yeah. at a nice point. Mm-hmm. Get out of it before it all falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> man, that was a great game. I fucking no. loved it. 
No, I loved it. Uh, that uh, sounds right. You would. You would. Yeah. yeah. It's great. I would never play it again, but I thoroughly enjoyed my That's time. That's how I feel about Tears of the Kingdom. I don't think I'm ever going to play that game again. I don't really play very many games again, so it's not really saying much for me. How's your so. Tears of the Kingdom coming along? Me? What's that? Oh, you both responded. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about you, Sean. There, I was going to post it to you, and I just never got to it, but... It was around the time you were playing, like before, you know, weeks ago, like when Diablo came out, and I was asking mm-hmm. you if you were going to stop playing Tears of the Kingdom. And I came across a TikTok, and there was like a guy who was like, Man, I got the new Tears of the Kingdom game. <laughs> and then he walks over to the shelf and slides it in with all of his other Switch games. <laughs> and he's like, I did it. <laughs> yeah, man, that's me. That's me, dude. Oh my God. I have no hope of getting I that. I had game it ready. Like, game. I had it favorited, and I was like, I'm going to send this a shot. And I just never, you know, I never doubled oh, back. That's to okay. It. I don't have TikTok on my phone. So anytime anybody sends me a link to an app that I don't have, like it makes it open a in a browser and it's awful. So can't oh, say that's that. Bummer. And that's how I get my TikToks from Donnie. They open in a browser because I don't know. I'm fortunate that a Never lot of people interact with me on TikTok. So I get a lot of TikToks sent to me, but my wife doesn't like it because <laughs> I feel bad admitting this. I don't read them often. <laughs> <laughs> so like it, at any given moment, I'll have like 10 or 20 TikToks sitting in a queue. And that's like kind of what I do is I wait for them to build up. Nice. And then I'll go in and just clear them all out and read them. I love it. But I feel bad because my wife sent me a TikTok. She's like, did you see that one I sent you like a week ago? Uh, that's yeah, you didn't open Instagram. it? I'm like, when you can't even no, get around to the TikToks. Yeah, I'm like, no, I didn't open it. I'm like, she's like, why didn't you open it? I don't know. Just watching my own feed. I'll get to it. She doesn't like that. Yeah. That's my wife with Instagram. She sends me all kinds of stuff, and I hardly ever look at them until there's a bunch of them, and I just kind of scroll through them. Yeah, I just yeah, I don't it's just like I don't I don't want to keep opening the threads and all that over and over again. I'll just I just hmm. don't open Instagram. I don't open any of those apps. It's just not I'm not interested. So yeah. I only look at them because she'll ask me about them. So I'm like, all right, let me go hmm. through and check them out. But otherwise, like I like same with the TikToks, like. I don't have a TikTok. I don't go looking for TikToks. I only open the ones that you send on occasion. Otherwise, uh, I'm good. I, do I don't get TikTok. it. Doing lots of the yeah. TikToks. Yeah. Sweet. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Xbox Empire. Aww. I'm your, <laughs> I'm your host, Dead Ninja Dev. That's... Johnny, eat the hype, Reese, and down there from the Xbox Drive is Sean Capri. That's we me. hope you enjoyed your time with us, and until next time, play some Game Pass. Xbox games. That's it, Game Pass. Let's go. Who's up next? <laughs>